0: Hey, I'm Nashy. I'm Rizlar.
1: And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Well, Hold on, I have to gear- I have to gear check Nash All right now. Alright, that is a cool job, Dude, he sees me out of dance. What's happening? <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Ah, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's <laughs>
2: PAY TO CONVENIENCE! IT'S <laughs> PAY TO CONVENIENCE!
1: Big money, big money, big money, big money! money.
2: SHIT, WE GOT IT, WE FUCKING GOT
0: IT! And welcome everybody to another episode of the Value Pack. We're back, we took last week off, Uh, there wasn't a lot going on. In fact, there was nothing going on in Global Labs because uh, there weren't any Global Labs notes. I think it's like a holiday or something in KR, is that why they didn't do it?
1: Yeah, they're KR, uh, like Thanksgiving, I guess, equivalent, which I believe lasts multiple days, it's like three days.
0: Yeah, so without any Global Labs and without uh, too much going on on live servers, we decided to take the week off. But uh, you know what? They made up for it with this week because we got a lot of stuff to talk about uh, in regards to the Global Lab notes. A lot of interesting discussions to be had about some, uh, I'll say some volatile classes uh but first before we get into all that stuff uh i would like to thank our lovely lovely patrons hawaiian i has issues jeremy johnson calahad melts on your mouth minaria Slytech, Talis talus X Septim, thanks and wavesy appreciate you guys for your support and everybody else who supports us on patreon and on our uh twitch streams as well thank you so much so we have two guests today, uh, just like we did for the Warrior Ranger Global Labs. Uh, this time we have Sork and Archer. And we have two very wonderful guests uh, joining us today, willing to give their insight on all the things that are going on. It is uh, Heden here to talk about Sork. Hello, Heden.
3: Hello, everyone.
0: And uh, Nusar here to talk about Archer. Yo. Thank you guys for joining us, man. We appreciate you uh, taking some time, especially since you are both not in NA. And uh, Nusar just alerted Wait, us that it is 3 well, a.m. where he oh, is. Oh, yeah.
1: He's not in NA, but he plays in NA.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But, he, like, it's uh, pretty late. And Heaton, I think for you, it's probably, what, like, kind of in the evening ish?
3: Yeah. Almost 7 uh, p.m. It's
0: yeah. So we appreciate you guys uh, taking some time to work out schedules with us and everything.
1: Um, so let's, let's start with uh, Nusar first. Um, Nusar. Uh, If you could introduce yourself a little bit, people that might not know who you are, um, how long have you been playing Archer, how long have you been playing BDO, and uh, yeah, that's it. All
4: right. Well, hello, everyone. (laughs) I am star. Weird family name, I know. I've been playing Archer since probably two months after it came out. I was sort of in a limbo of not really playing BDO at the time. But I made my account back in 2016, a good like maybe one month after NA release. So I'm a bit of a BDO boomer in that regard. But uh, yeah, really bro. passionate about this class. It's kept me in the game through everything. So um, yeah, really excited for these reworks. What did you
1: play before Archer?
4: Um, from release until Archer, I was a Ranger main.
1: Ah, okay. Is this your typical archetype in every game you play? Pretty much, I usually go for the bow and arrow classes. I see, I see. And uh, Heaton, can you introduce yourself for those who don't know? I everyone knows, but if you could introduce yourself, you oh, famous, wow. famous lad. Everyone knows. Me. Everyone knows, dude. you uh, the- I, feel
0: like, I feel like that was more of a slight on Nusar. Like uh, Nusar, you have to well. introduce yourself, but Heaton, you don't have to worry
3: about it. To be fair, I have worked hard for for that. I've been around.
1: Yeah, dude. He was. Yeah, on- I've
3: um, I've my big deal player since uh, day minus uh, something. I've played a bit on the Russian server before a video came out on you. Uh, oh, content creator, Twitch streamer, YouTuber, um, voice of Arsha, I don't know, guild leader of villain, <laughs> owner of two cats. Keeper of
1: chains. <laughs>
2: uh, I was going to say.
1: <laughs> we can't keep going. I can't keep going. Yeah. A full list. Mother of Dragons. And you played Sork since day one? Yes.
0: yeah, And for those uh those people that have been around for a while, uh Hedon's actually been on the podcast before.
5: Hedon, yeah, you know, a long Hedon, time ago. Heaton was
0: one of our very early guests. Like I think like first ten guests we had, I think we had him on episode twenty something. Yeah. I say like twenty four maybe.
1: More but than, uh more than two years ago. And yeah
0: very god that was so long ago
1: that was yeah, also that was
0: before i was
1: yeah that was ridiculous. before Naashi yeah. was born and it was when uh <laughs> it was when we were using a tape recorder and he didn't have to bring his own equipment
2: yeah kind
3: of yeah i had to record my own right my own uh, yeah yeah voice truck or something yeah
0: man the bad old days,
3: the battle I days. Have, i've been around like uh i've always been a big fan of, uh, um, I guess, uh, uh, crossing the, the communities, the EUNA community, or any other community, really. And, and uh, it's always interesting. It's always a my nice I think it's, uh,
1: we don't have these enough. Rez, you, if you haven't heard, the reason why um, heden is oh so famous, well, I mean, he's been around for a long time, BDO community, but something that took him out of the BDO community and made him famous everywhere is uh, Asmund Gold watched his interview with Estimate. And put yeah. it up on oh, YouTube yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Which right, was really cool you to see that. actually. And that. uh Charlie too. Uh Moist Critical.
0: Oh, oh damn, bro. Yeah.
1: Was yeah. that did they just happen upon those videos? Obama's next. Obama's, um, next. Obama's next.
3: <laughs> I think uh I think a bit of algorithm magic. hmm Uh yeah, I think so. Cause uh I mean the 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 sad fact if you if you want to know about like the this uh instances is that I almost gained no extra views from those two things, actually. Like, uh, just (laughs) an extra few thousands. Like, the video, I think, has, like, 160,000 views. And I think it was, like, 150 before he watched it on stream. Right. Uh, (laughs) I'm still grateful that it got watched by, you know, a much uh, wider audience. I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it's still a very good feeling as a content creator when something that you do gets, you
1: know, appreciated by a lot of people. Um... So I want to talk a little bit, before we get to the reworks, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the tournament uh, that took place, the Pearl Abyss official tournament, the 1v1 best in class, main gear and trial gear, because both of you actually took part in that. Um, Heedon mm-hmm. got pretty far, Nusar went all the way. Nusar, if I could start with you, um, one, I, I don't know if people were expecting you to win or not, but I, I think a lot of people thought General Moore's would win, uh, just going into it. Just it's his very recognizable name, people have seen him before. Mm-hmm. So that w- it was really cool to kind of see like a new name pop up. Um, how, how was like the whole Arena of Arsha experience for you as far as that tournament went? It was good, it was certainly
4: interesting. I um, had to make some schedule adjustments because I think most of my fights took place at about 7 a.m. on a Monday. <laughs> so that yeah. was interesting. Um, that rough. Holy crap! It was good. The main reason a lot of people expected Moors to you know go all the way is because, um, as one of the less represented classes, everyone just kind of sees the biggest name, and obviously General Moors got himself out there, worked really hard, and got well known as an archer back in the early days, and you know kind of rode that for a long time. Um, but among a lot of the, I think T two and maybe a bit up uh, guilds, there are definitely a bunch of archers that were rooting for me as well. But uh, it's just, it's hard to get exposed to, you know, uh, more and more people on this class when there's so few people playing it, you know?
1: Yeah. And you have, you have the godlike title, am I right? I do. Okay. And how was that trial tournament? You just ran, ran through everyone, right? So, um,
4: <laughs> two people sort of uh dropped out of it um one unintentionally so i only had to do one fight and that was the semi-finals because barely any archers should um even registered for the trial one
1: right um, um what so yeah well,
0: because in the the trial one you had to have one one match in the gear one right? which was and,
4: i still do yeah. not comprehend to this day <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense to me either and especially the 100 days requirement there were a lot of really good archers I thought should have been able to participate, but they didn't get to because of 100 days.
6: Yeah. There's a couple of good... I kind of know the reason. Right
4: mm-hmm. I, th- I think uh, it's because
3: uh, in Korea, they had a full sign-up, like 64 out of 64. Oh, yeah. And um, they didn't want uh, to have endless... Uh, they probably expected the same for UNNA or for other regions. Because if, if you have 64 players attending the, uh, the gear one, then you also have you know half of them, or probably around half of them on uh, uh, the trial one. It's it's out of people. <laughs> Instead of how do of, you know, think PA
4: two, thought three? Um, the wizard brackets were then in NA? <laughs> oh god, yeah. that all was
2: right.
1: interesting. In fairness, they had all just rolled the sage. All right, <laughs> they were True. out of practice.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We we could probably talk about that for hours, but I I think. A lot of people are very confused by that decision, and now, I'm with Heaton. I understand why they did it, but I feel like 100 days is a bit much, honestly. And yeah. the the whole like linking the two tournaments; those two tournaments should not have been linked. I do not understand why they were linked in any way. In all honesty, I agree. If they were going to be linked, it should have been linked the other way, if anything.
3: So I, I mean, don't... it makes sense, right? Like if it's uh, uh, full attendance on a uh... On a tournament that requires a hundreds of day attendance in korea like imagine what people could do uh without any requirement right it would be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and it's sort of logistical uh, effort to to actually pull that through like i, I think sure. i think it went like uh, get me wrong i think it was like awful the way <laughs> the tournament got uh, it should have been localized on you right uh but i i think they just copy pasted what they had in korea hoping that it would work on you, and it just didn't. So I think that's the fuck. up. I think it makes sense if you have in mind that, you know, everyone wants to participate. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Yeah. So, Nusar, I don't want to, like, take anything away because you played like a monster in the full gear tournament. Were you feeling pretty confident going into the trial one if if the bracket was kind of filled out?
4: I was feeling pretty confident. Um, I was definitely more worried about my fight with Fetch than any of the fights previously. Cause I see him closer to how I play. Playstyle. But um the gear tournament was interesting. I didn't have a large amount of confidence going in due to the gear disparity. Um I think in all fights except for the semifinals, I was outgeared by about 20 to 30 to 40 gear score. Yeah. Which isn't that much in an Archer 1v1 all things considered, but Uh, And I also screwed up a BM combo by accident uh, due to DP, uh, if you remember (laughs) that one. (laughs) Don't go back and rewatch it, please. It was embarrassing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I was pretty confident in the trial one.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, Heaton, you got to the semifinals in the full gear tournament. Yeah, I got third place. And then in the trial tournament, I forget (laughs) where you ended up.
3: I don't even remember. Like uh, I, I choked big time in both. Okay. Both uh, tournaments. Like I'm not saying I should have. I would have got first place. I probably wouldn't have uh, on either. But I prepared quite a bit, and I just choked massively on both. Just straight up, you know, hands shaking. Yeah. Mom yeah. spaghetti. It's just. A- <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so it- it's uh, it's something. It's it's weird because you think you know as a streamer, I've been streaming for years. I've I'm used to people watching me play, yeah. So it's it wasn't for me. It wasn't like the amount of people watching. I, I don't know what it was. It's uh, it's really bizarre. I I, I don't know. I, I'm also upset with myself because I practice so much for it, and I still don't really know how to even uh, get better at playing in tournaments. Besides doing tournaments, which is not something that happens often in media. Yeah. But yeah. Tell I. I I got I mean, third place is not bad, right? But I I feel like I I should have played better.
6: You just wanted to perform for your audience. That's basically what it comes down to. And that's, you know, that can put pressure in and of itself. It doesn't matter how many viewers there are.
1: Yeah, it's the tournament is wildly different um, than just like hanging out and being on stream. And even if you're PvPing it, like, I don't know, there's something about there's like a hidden pressure you kind of give put on yourself, um, Especially, I do think it's harder. In, yeah, in... I mean,
6: you, you could have a spot named after you for the rest of the remaining tournament. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could have the one spot. One mistake, and then you get on, Yeah, you you, I mean, you can it.
6: get immortalized and not the way you prefer, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, the pressure is there.
1: So, one of the things that came out of the Sork side of the tournament in EU that is, it's memed on to this day a little bit, is that you guys had a succession Sork win the tournament. Yeah, and that's like, if you could, I don't even know like how to ask. Just could you talk about that? You had a succession Sork win that tournament. So,
3: like, I lost to him, and I really shouldn't have because I think Awakening has the tech. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm, I don't want to even go into like the actual fight at the high head because it's like at that point it's just excuses, right? Um. But I, I think on paper, awakening has a clear advantage on succession. Right. And I'll, we had a few stories, especially in the higher brackets, that were not very. Mm, what's the way to put it? They they had one playstyle, and they weren't uh, uh, either used or they weren't willing to change that playstyle to play against succession, because it's not. It's uh, not necessarily about winning. It's about. I think the most amount of HP. Like, we had a lot of three minutes uh, stalls on, on the Sork fights, which shouldn't really happen. I think uh, if you pick a Blade Core, you will just win the matchup if you play correctly. Instead, we had a lot of Sorks literally rotating super armors, and that works if you have more gear than your opponent. Uh, but if you don't, then it's a, it's a coin toss at the end to whoever lands some cheap damage and, and gets the, the win like that. So I think that, sadly, the, the U tournament was really boring because of
1: the Sork one. Yeah, the, it, it's, it was interesting to see a Sork win. And I, I think, um, I don't know, people were kind of surprised by it because the kit on Awakening is, I don't know, it, it's pretty stacked. It's, it's better, it's better. Yeah, it, should um, have, uh,
3: like, uh, it shouldn't
1: have won. But it's not that crazy because uh, Amusa also won in the Musa tournament. So, anything is possible. If I willsweat. Um, uh, wait, Amusa won in, in, the, in
0: the, the tournament opposed yeah. to
1: what? Well, I'm just saying Amusa got through that bracket. <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive. They no, no, it. he's
2: got
0: a point. I, I
1: guess
4: yeah.
2: means they were it's running away from each he's other the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It's not wrong. <laughs>
1: it's I think Fox that, that surprised all of us. I mean, hey, in, in our tournament, the full gear tournament, we had like three people from EU won, so you know on the na side um, true true anyway so that that whole experience was kind of cool and then you guys uh both got to wait uh he, did you get to do anything with the art stuff or was that only for first i r- i remember hearing it was you only were for okay. Arena, yeah. okay i mean we the Sorg community is pretty tight I,
3: i'd say like or at least organized with the with the SORC discord okay and we got pretty much everyone there and we kind of compiled stuff together, so the feedback was somewhat unanimous.
6: Aren't they still going to be like discussing with you guys after the reworks? I thought that's what the I would
4: sure was. hope so because the most contact I've had, ART official wise, has been the um, the general feedback survey that they
1: did like yeah. months ago.
6: Yeah, that's that's all I've heard that has happened as
3: well.
1: Right. So I want to start with, uh, well, let's just start with uh, you, Nusar, because you you did get to participate and write some of your own ideas and stuff down. Um, In this Archer rework, just as like a sort of an overall, like what you see in the the notes and what you felt, how much of this stuff was mentioned in the feedback that the Archers um, and yourself like sent in?
4: Not that much specifically. Uh, there are a few things that were just generally um, glossed over. Our, the biggest thing we were hoping that they would pick up would be um, passive rework, mm-hmm. because our passive is kind of, you know. But they focused more on that uh, rework unused skills thing than anything, which
1: is not ideal. Okay. Not ideal in what, but, in what uh, sense?
4: Yeah. Um, a lot of the, the issues a lot of archers feel at the moment uh, surround them more to do with the verticality, recoil, split damage, lack of ranged accuracy, etc. Mm-hmm. And we got we got some unused skill reworks. I'll, I'll mention the breath rework. They split up our breath skill and put each um, alternate form as sort of a passive on a different ability. Um, so, for example, they put a reveal on our explosion. Hmm. which makes our already redundant skill called light's mark which reveals people for like 10 seconds or whatever even more redundant so it's literally have no, it has no point at the moment kind of thing you get what i mean
1: yeah what about but, the um, uh, hp recovery on, yeah. on wrath of nature
4: i'm i'm still iffy about that i'm while i like the idea of having hp recovery on that skill giving it another use i did still prefer to be able to cancel it instantly just for the buff and to continue moving. Mm-hmm. So it'll take a bit of getting used to. Similar to the Ragon's um, spirit
1: change, it'll take a bit of getting used to. Right. Um, Heaton. what about you from, the, uh, from what you've seen? Because I, I know a lot of the classes kind of put together a document or, or shared okay. a lot of what was sent in. How, how much of the stuff that you see here is something you saw in that feedback?
2: Hmm... It's
5: hard
3: to say <laughs> it's really hard to say because uh we got some weird changes that maybe are useful or maybe have the intention of what we asked but it's i don't know if they actually you know end up uh, having a, say the um usefulness when you know, when you actually apply them yeah it's a lot of stuff it's it's so many different things some things are um uh, are good. Yeah, like some things are so obvious that I don't know if it's from our feedback or if it's just you know just so obvious. Like the, the right. passive DP um, that we had to use Shift Q every every five minutes. Yeah, uh, a lot of people just like that's that's so useless nowadays, right? Uh, well, you it, it was useless back then too. Um, so now it's a um, it's a self cast pretty much.
1: Um. Well, it's interesting because so we had flannels on um the first week. And Biceptimus Prime, and it, it's kind of interesting to hear the how completely different that answer is because they both were also uh, in the tournament and they both won, um, and they both said that everything, like almost everything that they were asking for, was in the changes. But it sounds like it's mm. very different for Archer and Sork, and I, I wonder if is this? Do you think this is a disconnect with the? Like, for example, maybe they're listening more to KR on some of this stuff, or some of the other regions, more so than NA. I, th-
4: I think we- that Korea sorry, is a, has a big factor. Yeah, sorry. Um, I think that the general opinion of a lot of uh, the KR archers weighs a bit more mm-hmm. from what we've seen so far, because, yeah, they only really touched on two of the major points a bit. I mean, I'm not saying the rework is bad in any way. Right. But in terms of the things that we specifically asked for, um they did sort of grab some things, but it's not the coverage we would have liked to have so far.
1: Did you want to add to that, Eden?
4: Yeah, I
3: think it's the older way around, because Korean Sorks are awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean if you if you've seen Korean Sorks like they did some atrocious combo. If you're surprised about the Succession Sork and the U final, Korea had two Succession Sorks in the final that were doing like bound as a second CC every single time. They were doing the same combo over and over, and it never worked, and they kept doing it. It was so frustrating to watch. Um, I think think Sork is just an incredibly hard class to balance, because if it's too strong, it's too strong. (laughs) But if it's if it's bad, it's too bad. Uh, it's really hard to, to balance.
1: I don't know. Right. So, what was the. If we could focus on one major thing, we'll, we'll start with the negative first and then and then we'll go positive. So, starting with Union Star, what's like the one thing that they just completely missed that a majority of the Archer community and yourself is like, ah, I wish this was added into the rework and I'm sad that it's not?
4: Ranged accuracy by far. Yeah. Um, there's just, just a general massive lack in ranged accuracy. Like we could have skills that do, you know, really good modifiers, but at range, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know how else to say it. Um, yeah. People have been testing with this rework in, against evasion targets, even wearing full accuracy. And it's the damage is just not what it should be in that context. So do you? Uh, there guys, are clips, but I don't have them handy.
1: Right. Do Do you guys want a uh, like? How How do you guys want the accuracy applied? Do you want it similar to like the way the Sork buff works, or it's like a percentage for time on a skill, or or do you want it? Because I know one of the complaints archers have is that they have to pre buff a bunch. Um, or do you just hope they increase the accuracy modifiers on some of the stuff?
4: Uh, it's a bit fifty fifty for me. Um, I feel like with the reworking of our passive, which is very much needed or maybe even the lights mark skill they should add some ranged accuracy increase Mm -hmm. to either our pre-buffs or as just modifiers um and that would also come into reworking the the passive because we've got a pointless crit uh chance passive when we already pretty much cap out on crit chance without it anyways
1: Um. What about you, Heaton? What's like, uh, as far as like a glaring omission to something that Sork needed, and it just it didn't really get in this patch.
3: Okay, I'm gonna. It's it's really simple when you when you hear it. Okay. Like Sork relies on on KDS, right? And mm-hmm. that's an issue in current meta for obvious reasons. So what they did was they removed two floats and added KDS. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's, that's that's what they did. So I. I don't know, maybe it all makes sense with the new skill that comes out, but so far that's what they did. They removed floats and added KDs where we really need something to, you know, just
1: uh, deal with the adamant and meta. So what what would fix that? Because I, I see some people that want kind of... Yeah, the passive ignore. Or I've also seen some people that are just like, I kind of wish Shadow Ignition was a nuke again. As like a re
2: Hmm.
1: I'm a bit masochist
3: when it comes to, like, like I know for a fact that when it comes to, like, uh, class choice, I'm a bit of a hipster. Like, I don't want to play, well, I I played Sage, so maybe not that much, but I don't want to play the super, you know, most OP, best class in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think it's healthy to have, uh, sorry for the small tangent, like, with the tag system, you have the class that you're passionate about, and then you have the meta slip. Anyway, um, (laughs) just to justify my Sage decision. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm with um, you. So I think uh, I like having Sork to, to stay a complex class with like this perfect balance of pre-awakening where you charge your shards and you CC people, and you have awakening where um, you do the big damage, pretty much. So I, I like this uh, this duality where you use the two different um, specs for different things in a fight. So I think if, if they add a lot of damage to pre-awakening, then you just do out of damage, no matter what. Which, right. I mean, maybe it's, it's required for today's meta. Um, but I, it's not something I necessarily think the class needs. I don't think, especially because uh, Sork, you, you switch into Awakening instantly. And I also don't personally think that Sork needs damage. I think Sork needs a way to apply the damage that the class has, right. um, which is either a better way to CC or more mobility. Um, and the mobility, we, we got the mobility a little bit. Rushing crow frontal, that's quite big because that's a four-second cooldown. Um, I I th- maybe would have been better to get something else, like a like a flow of um to to shadow Leap, Like uh, I don't know, maybe it's a to charge shadow Leap. Or um um well the mobility is all right. But the issue is still that uh, it's it's hard to apply the damage that you have because the has a lot of damage. Everyone has seen the fifty percent uh, judgment montages and yeah. crow uh, melting people. We have the damage. We just don't have a way to to apply it.
1: Right. So yeah, this is. I actually think this is a an issue with a couple classes too. Like I was talking to my guardian friend, and one of the things that like, dawned on me when he was complaining a little bit about their combo damage, especially if they land, like, Cleansing Flame, and then going up and trying to recc is like, some classes don't have a recc that does damage, and Sork does with Grim, but Grim doesn't always CC because of the resist. So, do you guys need something like upsurge, where it's like, you get that 30% ignore knockdown resist for 10 seconds upon hit, like, on something like a setup? Or, um, yeah, either that or like as a passive,
3: like Sork currently has a DP and um evasion, the R and evasion as passives. Um it would make a lot more sense to remove those. Uh, have the class be an actual glass cannon and um and give us tools to deal with um with combos and, and CCs.
1: Yeah.
3: Um Nusar, so that that's that's one idea.
1: Uh. Nusar, you kind of struggle with the same thing, right? Like archers rely a lot on KDs. Yes. Do you guys? Do you have? Yeah, that is true. Have your community come up with anything that's like, like, what do you guys want for that? Do you want things changed to floats, or do you want Katie ignore resist, or? Um, we pr- generally would like, generally
4: would like uh, most of the CCs to stay the same. Just some extra uh, ignore resist, maybe in the form of say an Upsurge buff like Sage or something passive, because, like, I know Zerka, for example, has. Passive ignore res or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't I don't know why it wouldn't be that much of an issue to add that to these classes that have a lot of knockdowns. Um, I think the best uh,
3: outcome uh, is just removing resistances, right, or like dealing yeah. with the mechanic of resistance yeah.
4: itself. On paper, yeah, that's probably the best solution. But I've heard that our uh, PA haven't be- been um, very encouraging about feedback surrounding. The removal of It is not (laughs) happening. It's not happening. No
5: way. But um,
4: yeah, that would be really, really nice. Um, the reason we wouldn't want a lot of our CC types to change is because it would really mess with combos at the moment, right? And that would be a bit annoying, to say the least.
1: So I don't think you
4: even have to remove resist, man. The biggest thing is just man
0: resisting on the ground.
1: I yeah, that's the. I can't
0: with that shit.
3: <laughs> okay, a, actually, yeah, I hear that a lot, and in my opinion, it's the other way around. It's so much more punishing to get resisted when you're doing something and the opponent is up. Like let's say you you're against a I don't know like a, a class that has a a skill that is unprotected that CCs, right? Okay. You see the wind up of that skill, and you counter that with another skill that is unprotected that CCs. If you resist that, you get punished instantly. And there's nothing you can do, pretty much. But on the other way around, when someone is on the ground and you miss the CC, you do have uh, most of the time a, a small time window where you can react to it. And the opponent is on the ground. So I think it's much more um, punishing to get resisted uh, uh, outside of, uh, of a CC. So I agree be with it, you. might uh- more punishing,
0: but... God, is it more infuriating. No, no, no.
1: I, I, I I, disagree, Eden, because here's the thing. In that instance where you're both throwing out a CC at the exact same time, like I, I totally get that, but the thing is, is when you're in the neutral game, a lot of the time you're gonna throw your CC and you're not throwing it and sitting there and waiting. You're usually throwing a CC and then you're gonna set yourself up to get out of a situation where you might be in trouble, because you're not gonna react on that CC until it's actually resolved or landed. Whereas like, and yeah, on Sork and some other class, like maybe Ninja Kuno, you can get out of a resist, but like a Guardian can't, a Suck Nova can't. Some of the Mystics or Strikers, like, depending on the combo, like if they resist the KD, like they get wake up grabbed or, or whatever. Like I think, I think overall people get punished more when a player is on the ground and the re CC is resisted than when they're not CC'd just because they haven't relinquished control of their character or put themselves in an uncomfortable situation. Like, they usually are trying to protect themselves after CC. So, like, in the case of Sork, like, if I go for a, an eruption catch, I'm going to iframe eruption. I'm not going to sit there in my eruption and look and see if he got CC'd and go for it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to iframe again or do something safe. Um, whereas, like, when they're on the ground and you start your combo and you do, like, a grim Soul Reaper and then you just get grabbed out of Soul Reaper, obviously, like, that might be bad for. The average star, but a lot of classes can't get out of that, or they're just too slow to get out of that. So like, I, I mean, again, I'm with you in that they should just be removed entirely, but I actually think it's more infuriating, I'm, <clears throat> I'm kind of with Reslar, it's more infuriating to lose a fight because they resisted on the ground than to, they, you just didn't land a CC because they resisted when they weren't uh, on the yeah. ground, and you keep fighting. I- you know.
0: I'm not even making a balance argument. I'm just talking from the perspective of having fun. Like, it is so incredibly frustrating when you're trying to CC this goddamn sork for 20 years while they're iframing around. You finally manage to catch them, and then they resist the second CC on the ground, so you have to start this whole process over again. It's, it It tilts so hard.
1: That all haven't been said, though. I do think it's also infuriating. It can be infuriating if, especially a class that's hard to CC, like let's say a Guardian, you're fighting a Guardian as, uh, I don't know, we'll just use Suck hash, for example. I'm sitting there fighting the Guardian, fighting the Guardian. They finally miss their grab, and I land a Purge or Dune Slash on them during the step back, and they resist it, and you're like, oh my god, I'm going to have to sit here and do this for another three minutes.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, that feeling is awful.
1: Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like the ignores this stuff is all they want us to do. My my personal problem with the way they've been doing it so far is that like adamantines give you 50% when you have two crystals. And my offhand crystals only give me 20% with two crystals and I have to sacrifice, you know, 22% critical hit damage and four AP, um, which is a lot on a lot of classes. So I, I feel like we don't, even for them giving us like crystal options to deal with it, it's like they're just like at a loss, like a huge loss. I got, I'm running the ignore float resist crystals because I hate being resisted during rec so much on uh kuno and hash and just whatever I play. So it's like, but I definitely noticed the damage loss, you know. Um, anyway, so let, let's go to uh something positive let's start with let's start with you Nusar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah resistor just I, they make me so upset i can't believe it hasn't been changed but uh Nusar, what is uh what are some of the good things that got added to this re- archer rework um that you are, actually are excited about and um maybe some of the archers don't realize they're actually like pretty cool stuff that they may have overlooked
4: yeah uh, there are so, there are a few major ones that i think pretty much every I wouldn't say every. Most archers know about. Um, there's the new skill, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's really, really strong. It's ball on cooldown, obviously does less damage. Um, you don't really have too much recall on it, but it's similar to uh, Light's Trail. It does good damage and has good range and is pretty quick. Um, they added an extension to Full Bloom, in which you can choose to either have the point-blank full bloom we're all used to, or uh, a long-ranged one, and you lose that damage up close. And there is split damage on that. Those are two major ones. Uh, another major change being Piercing Light. They made uh, it so
1: you only need one full charge. Hold yeah. on real quick. Is there split damage on that? Because I, I, I double-checked that I don't see any split damage text on full bloom or on the power. Is there not? No, no, no. It has, it has, I the, know normal, testing. It has the normal PvP damage reduction, but it doesn't mention anywhere on it that it's split. It, it works exactly like full bloom.
2: Hmm, because I remember
4: in testing we were getting some... Maybe that could be wrong. That could be wrong.
1: Yeah, the, oh new, the new skill SQ has uh, the new split damage. Has split but damage. the full bloom passive sure. does not. At least it's All not right. in the tooltip.
4: Yep. We'll have to test that more then. I just remember. Um, piercing light. They made it so you only have to charge it once um, for it to get the full effect. Mm-hmm. And you can also uh, nullify all recoil by continuing uh, continuing to hold E during the cast, or just as you shoot it, I think, which is really nice uh, for siege archers specifically, being able to sit on a wall and not get, you know, not fall three stories down, and get stuck in a flame tower for trying to. Oh, do it any doesn't damage. knock
0: you back anymore.
4: Yeah, you can you can negate that, which is oh, really that's nice. So yeah.
0: nice. I like that too. Mm-hmm. Really cool. And that
4: also that also proves to us that they they have the tools available to enable us to prevent <laughs> you know, recoil, which yeah. was a which was a worry at first. So now that they've displayed, they can do it. Uh, we're hopeful that they can uh, apply that to a few more skills.
1: Can, can we have a brief ta- uh, like I, I actually had a discussion with a sure. different archer about this, and I want to get your opinion and Hedon's opinion on this with the recoil, because while I, I totally understand why you guys want the recoil and maybe or you want it removed and maybe it should be removed. But my fear with the recoil being removed is that it enables players to hop on top of something that's extremely difficult to get to, stay only there, and just fire down completely uncontested. Do you think that that's an issue or that doesn't outweigh the problem with the recoil? Might as
4: well tag a ranger, hey? Well, exactly. Some people can already do it. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. But
1: yeah I mean some can do it do Do we want more of that? <laughs>
4: I don't know I just, not uh to keep it balanced, not that much. um it would be nice on maybe like with general balance in mind mm-hmm. um it would be nice on maybe one more skill to have at at tops uh but going into that, we did get a buff to a skill called storm of light a little uh, an underdog of a skill in pre awakening that was pretty useless before, but a lot of people still like to use it okay. Um, it's pretty much a a machine gun kind of thing with the crossbow and you get super armor during the cast. Now it's a lot faster and does a lot more damage, especially with back attacks and no recoil. So that is a really good skill now, in my opinion, and a lot of Archer's opinions that not everyone would know about. Um, Another few good ones. That's
1: the one where you like charge it up and it's just like, right? Like it's like two laser beams. It it roots you in
0: place and you just launch like like 10 arrows at them.
1: That one's not super long range, is it? It's like kind of mid range? No, it's sort of mid. Okay.
4: Mid range. But it's good to have some stationary damage that's consistent now. Yeah. There. Um, Another good one, big good one. There's just been some damage buffs as well. Um, 30% more damage to Righteous Smite because they added some more hits. Uh, reducing the cooldown on NSA, Nature Shattering Arrow, which is our best and only uh, very useful bomb. The others are very niche. Um, so that's a really nice overall damage buff with that cooldown reduction. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, almost worth to mention, I'm very tired, my bad. Uh, no, no you can now use Breeze and Uproot directly from Crossbow which right. is an absolutely insane change. Uh, being able to uproot at any time to, especially if you are core uproot, to get that super armor and big damage in is crazy good, especially after like a piercing cry. And Breeze used to be able to do it from pre-awakening with some weird janky hot bar trick, but being able to switch in between awakening and pre-awakening even better now right. is really quite insane.
1: Does that change the core that you'd use like does that make uproot like
4: oh yeah i think i think i would switch to uproot okay like it's- um that's also considering the other classes getting more super armors and stuff the reason i and samatra's used um the core radiant was it was a really nice well it was a bound didn't mm-hmm. add any protection wise but it was really nice for large scale specifically or in 1vx mm-hmm. situations to maybe catch out a few people and really assist you in that fight and assist others. But with being able to use uproot at any time now, pretty much, in the kit, no matter what you're doing, unless you're animation locked, I think uproot core is going to be the way to go most of the time now.
1: Um, how, how do you feel overall about that? Is there a situation for you where you wouldn't take that new full bloom passive to make it range? So I, I, can I try to explain exactly how, how it works? Because the way I understood hmm? it, and correct me if I'm wrong, is essentially so full bloom does its damage times X uh, or times one, and it has two shots and it shoots seven different arrows. And if you're point blank, all seven of those arrows are going to deal their damage. The normal full bloom um, with the new version, instead of uh, it doing times seven on all of those shots, it instead does each individual arrow is now hitting five times. Uh, so it's essentially whatever percentage reduction that would be from seven hits to five, but now you can do it at max range or whatever, like any range you want is, does that sound correct? Like that's essentially how the the new version works. That's
4: pretty much it. Um, the first part, just about how, how it's, uh, the damage from the seven arrows. I think it's just the range point blank with you. That Mm -hmm. is where that damage buff is. It's not the arrows specifically doing that damage combined. Um, but the ranged, yes, you, you lose a bit uh I guess it would be a bit of damage, quite a bit of damage, but you get a lot of long-range damage um, instead. Right. And I feel like if you're at a point where you don't need full bloom to kill most people, where especially in large scale, if you're able to kill people with uproot radiant, bolt of radiance, stuff like that, then I think the ranged full bloom is probably the way to go. For an extra extra, you know, pop at range. Yeah. I think in most situations. But if you've got less gear and you need full bloom to kill people in 1v1 specifically, maybe a lot more, then mm. I think the the melee range would benefit you a lot more.
1: Someone was asking me about the full bloom core yesterday if they changed how long the duration of the frontal guard is. Did, did that get changed? Because I don't think it was in the notes at all. Did you test that? I'm unsure
4: chance? I didn't test that. No, I didn't Correct. test that
1: um heeden uh some of the sork stuff i could go to because i want to talk about pv but i want to get to that after let me get some of uh some of the sork changes for you Heiden, that you feel like are actually really good um and maybe some of the ones that you feel like sorks other sorks aren't realizing how much of a difference it, it might actually make
5: okay
1: and i know you're so more you're things... mostly focused on awakening right? yes yeah
3: yeah, I used to play Succession when, when it came out, when it was really, really broken. And uh, when it got nerfed, suddenly didn't feel as passionate about it anymore. So yeah. I went back to Awakening. Um, but overall, like Succession uh, always been the, um, it's, it's a different class. It's a completely different class. It completely changes the way you play. Just uh, Sork is a very reactionary class. And Succession is just full aggro, the way I, I see it, at least. Right. The good things about, I mean, mostly Awakening, as you said, um, I would say, well, they added damage <laughs> pretty much to a lot of skills, uh, Judgment, uh, TBS, and I think um, Dead Hunt got an extra hit, yeah, which we already had in PvE and now we have in PvP too. Um, well, there's some things that I don't know if they're even intended. Like Blade of Darkness not having shards cost. Mm-hmm. That is a bit weird. Like yeah. it's really strong because Blade is um, an incredibly strong skill, and not having any any restriction to use it. Okay,
5: so, so disc, it's a bit
1: bizarre. On the dispawn and the throw, right? There's no shard cost on either. Exactly, it's yeah. just free. It just cast it for free.
3: Um, I think the biggest thing is the Russian Crow frontal. Yeah. That's uh, Sork needs mobility, like we need mobility the most. And rushing crow frontal, it's not the best thing, but it helps a bit. And it's the same for the jump iframe. Uh, you know, I've, I've been calling it jump iframe since day one, it never was an actual iframe, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but now it is a, a jump iframe, so we got that going for us. And I guess just vile pl- plan is also like the block plus vile plan, um, that deals. A uh, fuckton of damage, and it could be like an answer to, um, like just damage in blobs, which we honestly didn't really lack. I think Sork lacked um uh, frontal guards on like frontal guard um, damage, blob yeah. damage, or just in damage in general, because we have damage obviously with the say and you know, carsha and Judgment, all of that, but it's uh, it's a bit lacking on the frontal. And I think the fact that we have Rushing Crow Frontal, um, Block and Vileplant buffed, um, I think this is going to shift a bit the um, the playstyle of the class. I think people are going to um, start playing Viocore a lot more. Oh,
1: okay. Um, you think so? Uh, With that new yeah. Grim damage, though? I well, I think Grim is
3: uh Grim Core is incredibly overrated. I use it very often in group fights. Almost every single group fight, I use Grim Core, but I I, th- I think it's very overrated. Um, it's the way I see it, it's actually almost useless in most one v one matchups, and I, I think it's just the it's the lazy version of of playing Sork. You play that, and you don't think what you're doing. You just rotate your stuff, and maybe sometimes uh, you land something or you just uh, out the gear uh, if if that's the way you play it. So I think uh, I've I've already been using any other core for almost every other matchup. I think I only use uh, Grim in like the Tamer one v one because fuck Tamer. Yeah. And <laughs> and that's it's very few matchups I use a uh, Grim core. Um, I think uh, I think the Vio playstyle is gonna be it's gonna be legit. It's gonna actually be legit especially if they don't give us more ways to deal with frontal guards like we not frontal guards. sorry with the essay classes perma essay and block classes
1: yeah um how much damage how much additional damage is that grim because like the way the way i understood it so it it used to have one less hit in pvp so when Mm -hmm. it was fully charged it was 1950 times six and in PvP was 1950 times five. So now they added one additional hit to the skill, so it's 1950 times seven, and then the PvP hit reduction got removed. So it essentially has two more hits in PvP, right? I believe. Yeah, when it comes to
3: damaging global, um, think uh, should always be taken with a grain of salt. Yeah, not because global isn't uh, a realistic uh, um, representation, but because it's. Almost never one to one. Some things are missing in global. Um, yeah, like GBP the critter, damage uh,
6: reduction sometimes is not in too.
3: There's some something. Yeah, there's a quite there's a lot of things that are missing, right? Um, so, like to see the proper damage difference, we should um, compare the damage that it did before on global to what it deals now, which is obviously something we cannot really do anymore. Um, yeah, I always use but, ghost, ghost claws. But the example. damage uh, the damage was always there, like the that's that's uh, what I said uh, earlier as well. Like Sork has a lot of damage. We just don't have ways to to apply it. And with ways to apply, I maybe mean, it's a, again it's a bit uh, maybe v- uh, vague. Um, I mean, it's uh, I mean we have a lot of KDS. Most of our CCs are bounds and KDS, which obviously get resisted uh, 60% of the time nowadays. And uh, the mobility is incredibly limited. We are one of the slowest classes, so. When, like, sometimes it's even hard to follow up our own CCs. <laughs> uh, if you land a, a DoD uh, long distance and, you know, the KD lands, it's not always doable to follow up to that. So it's um, even if uh, the the fights in, in BDO right now move too, way too fast, like with Nova, Sage, and, like, honestly, every other class, almost like Warrior is incredibly fast. So all, all these fights moving up super quickly around the, the field, Sork cannot keep up. So when someone gets on the ground, or when it's time to do damage, you just you're not there to do damage. And I think this is they're trying to answer it a little bit, especially with the with the Karshan nightmare, a um, say dash thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it's a buff in theory. <laughs> it's not that great, uh, ironically, because well, it first of all it's a say. Um, I'm not asking for, for an iframe, but a means it doesn't solve the issue that you're going to get grabbed into it. Uh, we know how grabs work, you know, even, you, you get grabbed even if you iframe. <laughs> so <laughs> essay yeah. say is just insta grab, uh, no matter what, even if you dash. So, and it's the windup, the windup
1: is super long. Right. The thing is, though, is since now that Nicro doesn't have a cooldown, if you go into Accartions, there's no limit to get out with your iframe
2: um
3: that's just a super minor quality of life you could you could spam iframe um even before with the absolute um yeah yeah yeah. um, no i mean specifically
1: incursions or Or could you cancel car you can cancel cars yeah 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 oh i didn't even know that i didn't know you could
3: uh, iframe out of it
1: no 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 uh, sorry i i know you could iframe out of it but when if the iframe was on like so for example if i iframed and then went into karshan's like you still had to adhere to that one second cooldown. Like now mm. you can literally instant cancel. If-
3: Ye- okay, yes. Yeah. You are you are correct. I guess it's something that Sorx go used to do, like never iframe before casting karshan So you're you're correct. No, that's that's actually true. That's uh, it's it's a very small quality of life still. Because um, if you're casting karshan and you have to iframe right as you cast it, it means you shouldn't have casted it to begin with.
1: But yeah. I actually think the sleeper buff on that skill is the fact that when you do the iframe or the, sorry, the super armor little scoot, that it completely instantly repositions which direction you're shooting instead of the slow turn. So like if, for example, you do miss on Karshin's like let's say someone gets knocked down in front of you in like a group <laughs> fight um, and you want to reposition and get that directly on someone and they move to behind you. Now you instantly can turn the damage instead of like slow turning it around and not actually getting the damage off. I think it's too
3: slow. I think the wind up animation is too slow, and it might be still f- faster to
1: to rotate. It's really? very
3: slow. It's very very slow.
1: You could go. I don't know. You could go full one hundred and eighty degrees. Like hey,
3: yeah, no, yeah, if if we're talking about one hundred and eighty, sure. Yeah, but it's still. I still feel like it's too slow.
1: I see. Uh, overall. overall Big. what about uh the the accuracy buff that you guys got on um eruption on cast um moving it off of scattering mm. removing scattering entirely is that yeah in removing, a better scattering spot? Is, no, removing scattering
3: is a mistake like there's there's no reason to remove scattering um no i mean it's it's nice to have it on, on shadow eruption it would have been nice to have them on, on both <laughs> yeah but I don't like it's. It's good. It's good to have it on uh, on shadow eruption. It's just not that great because we lost uh, uh, scattering, which was just better. There was also another kind of trick to maximize maximize the damage, which was hard casting scattering and um, waiting for the float from scattering, and then doing shadow eruption to apply the air attack on sh- on shadow eruption. Because if you if you only get the first part of scattering, then you only get the accuracy buff and not the float. So, uh, shadow eruption floats and doesn't an air attack. Right. So it's less damage. We lost some damage on, on, on the potential max DPS comb.
1: Um, so they damage buffed turn back for PVP mm-hmm. only by adding two hits. Obviously again, we can't like, I don't know global abscess. I'm with you. Like they're always kind of weird. Like I remember ninjas ghost claw. Remember we the new Rebomb? Mm-hmm. That was like 70% percent healthing people that had 400 DP. They made no changes to it. It came to live server and it was like, oh, wait, this doesn't do any damage. <laughs> uh, so you the never know. missing some stuff. Yeah, it's missing some weird stuff. But um, I don't know, turn, turn back, got a little bit of a damage buff. What's the deal with the uh the block jump thing? Because uh, I don't know. And When I was testing it out, I don't see any actual practical use for it except for... Maybe just like style combos. The, um, the, no,
3: it, it, the skill makes sense. It's uh it's a cool skill. Um I I don't think it has the effect that they want it to have. I don't think it's um it's actually uh, like the way I see it, it's maybe the intention was to um have that as an answer to people sitting in, in frontal, which doesn't obviously do anything because first of all you need to do an unprotected kick mm-hmm. <laughs> before using it. Uh, And then also the skill is like it's fully unprotected and it's a KD. So uh, it's kind of shit if that's the intention. Um, I did find a decent use to it, which is, um, you know how warriors um, like do the first CC and then they stiffen um, into the follow-up CC to maximize the DPS? Yeah. I think that's the best use of the skill currently. So you land the first CC then let's say 1st CC is TBS, or Shadow uh, Shadow Ignition would be optimal. Then you follow up with some um, filler damage. You go in with that. Uh, as the opponent is getting up, you cast the Stiffen, then Shadow Riot procs in right away. And you can do Shadow Eruption instantly. It flows actually very well. Uh, it's quite easy as well. I think it's just pressing, Yeah, you press F and then you press Shift. Right off of it, so it's uh, Stephen um, Stephen KD float. So if the opponent resists the KD, you have the float right away, and if he doesn't, you have shadow eruption applying air damage because it's right after the KD. So it's it's actually not bad. Like it, it's um, for that specific use, it's actually pretty good. But that's a very it's a very niche use, which is still good. I mean,
1: I, I'm not complaining. You know, it's interesting. I
3: wish we had a frontal guard.
1: A lot of. I don't even know how many people realize this, but the succession version of the Shadow Riot teleport thing does not require you to hit a target if you use it after Beat Kick. It just does like the little teleport thing. Like you can just do it in place with no one in front of you. I don't know exactly what the point is though. Because it doesn't. Yeah. So like if you go, if you go uh, like Crow Flare Beat Kick and continue and then hold Shift F, it'll do the teleport thingy, like flip you behind. But with no target but it doesn't like Brian. move you anywhere is the weird so thing. It just turns you 180 yeah it just turns you 180. <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm not sure if that's supposed to be like because yeah, that would be an interesting that would be an interesting sort uh suck sort like differentiation if they had like a teleport to a target would be kind of crazy actually yeah um all right, Wait
6: so, a minute.
1: Yeah, uh, He's just
6: promoting a. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> actually, I'm, I'm right saying there.
1: succession, dude. I'm just saying on succession, maybe you do have to- I don't level, think I agree dude. with that either. I'm just. Uh, yeah, hey. I
0: don't know if I'm down for the Sork hey. block jump. PBH. Like I, I, already have
6: enough PTSD from fucking getting block jumped by, you know, four classes. I don't
3: think Sarka, uh, having a block jump isn't a big deal, especially if it's melee. Like we can already Easter iframe into Easter CC in the back. Like this doesn't change anything if anything this is fully unprotected into the worst uh i mean it's not okay kd is not the worst cc in the game but it's uh it's a special cc it's <laughs> uh it's a 40 percent chance CC. so I wanna it's not a th- big deal
1: i want to talk a little bit about pv newsar if we could start with you um so i'm gonna just i'm gonna just remind everyone that two on uh, what three weeks ago when the ranger warrior patch came out they had the one little bullet point that archer now has back attacks um so yes. that that's obviously a, a pve buff and then you also have just damage buffs kind of across the board speed ups pre-awaken damage mm-hmm. buffs awaken damage buffs do you think that with the change that you've seen on global labs that the pve on archer will will actually be decent insane
4: even like okay. the back attacks on the full bloom alone just obliterate mobs
1: so, would you be like, using the new full yeah. bloom in PVE or the other one? Um, I, I wonder if you'd be hitting more targets. I'm not
4: sure. Uh, just an update on the split damage thing. It is split damage. It's just not on the tooltip.
1: It's not on the tooltip. Okay. Yep. You, um. I assume by down I'm to seventy percent.
4: Uh, it's yeah, oh, probably problem. the same.
2: Okay. Yeah.
4: Um, I think I would test it out. I haven't personally done. I've only watched people do PVE testing. I think I would probably go with the melee full bloom for spots like red orcs. Mhm. Uh where everything's a lot more con- uh like tight tight knit but for maybe spots like Turos, I'd probably could go with ranged. But uh the back attacks alone just make everything do so much more damage is really nice and being able to get between awakening and pre-awakening much quicker. I think Archer grinding is going to be much better now
1: is it going to be a, a sweaty grind do you think
4: it's going to be less sweaty I think but it's still going to be relatively sweaty there's, there's still all the pre you have to worry about in PvE like um, your ranged AP buff from RMB, which is Light's Path um, in Snare Wrath of Nature and then whatever add-ons before killing a pack but it's going to be a lot more efficient
7: did
0: uh did he turn into a transformer in the middle of that for
1: anyone else okay yeah go.
0: Off. i was just making sure it wasn't me right, that's uh, exactly uh, how you sounded earlier for yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. our things.
1: i'm just um, <laughs> upside things. down uh, um yeah because like i mean that's the thing i don't know i'm sitting here as a Kuno player that can't, I feel like I can't even play Kuno anymore because it's just, I'm mostly just large scale and PvE. So I'm like, you know, Kuno's just not it for those things. And I'm looking at the Archer buffs and I'm like, dude, Kuno might actually be good at PvE. Because like the PvE buffs on every class have been kind of huge. Yeah. Um, I'm hopeful
4: that those classes that uh, obviously give Uh, carpal tunnel will actually be a lot better at grinding
1: (laughs) (laughs) have you seen any negative feedback as far as archer and pve with the changes like people think that people that think it won't make a difference
4: i haven't seen much feedback in uh, pve other than positive stuff so far it's just probably been majorly overshadowed by the amount of people disappointed that they didn't change our passive or give us ranged accuracy etc or reduce split damage but um i think generally this is just all around positive for pve specifically so far
1: right um i want to talk for a second about that attack speed buff that you guys got on um uh what does this go called the Flota to f um
4: lights path yeah. let lights trail. Lights, lights trail
1: yeah um how do you feel about that because that i mean a 10 percent attack speed buff is a lot when you didn't have anything mm-hmm. before um, but I know, again, like some archers complain about having a pre-buff uh, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are your feelings on that, on that change?
4: I think it's really nice because uh, Righteous Fight can be annoying to get off, which is the float after uh, wow. Light's Trail. It can be annoying to get off at long ranges against people if you, you, they resist a CC or whatever. So I think it's really nice. I haven't done much testing specifically with that, though, so I haven't really played around with how it affects the kit in general. Do you know how long it is? I haven't got global. Ten seconds. Ten
1: percent right for ten seconds. Ten seconds? Yeah.
4: Wow, that's really good. That would that would really help with uh ranged comboing people. That's pretty huge then.
1: Yeah. Um what about you did Sork is Sork gonna be any different in PvE? Did like the vial plan change or soul harvest?
3: Mm, not really. Like Sork damage in PvE is actually insane. It's one of the highest probably. Mm-hmm. Um the the only things like uh, preventing Sork to pull the same numbers as for example Sage or, or Nova is the mobility from pack to pack, which hasn't right. really changed. So nothing changes. Like I'm actually faster with my Sorg. Like the kill speed is faster in, with my Sorg than with my Sage. But the difference is that Sage just zooms between packs.
1: Yeah. It was interesting too, because they increased the attack range of mark of shadow i do wonder if you'll be able to violation less because i so i was like messing around with going like, i don't use violation in pv oh you don't use violation in pv at all if you use violation you're you're a gearlet oh god anyway. <laughs> so uh, no
3: well it's not that's not true but like you uh like i, I don't even have that much apm 297 with kutum and i only use one violation at the end of the
1: rotation right. yeah so if you go if you so via or sorry, vile plan and soul harvest. I don't know if they did this before, but vile plan and soul harvest both cancel the start of violation animation, so it actually feels really smooth going into yeah, violation.
3: Valten always did, I think. Maybe soul harvest too, but the skill was just too garbage to be used before. They also cancel. I mean, vile um, soul harvest also cancels the blade, but yeah. Then again, you don't really use violation much in PV anymore. I Depends see. on the spot. If you grind the Ash Forest, you still use it.
1: Or uh, Oluns, for example. So do you think Sork needs um, more mobility? I know this one's like... For a PvP, touchy. yes. For PvE, no, Like Sork is really good in PvE. It's just
3: unfortunate if you're from an A. You seem to have very bad representative for PvE
1: on Sork. Yeah, you guys have JM, dude. Wait, so... Um, what... Like, what would you add uh, if you for PvP mobility? Like, if you could add something, my idea was um,
3: either a double charge on uh, what's it called on uh, on Shadow Leap, or uh, or maybe a f- uh, a flow on Shadow Leap, like mm, using extra shards perhaps to to cast it or to make it longer. Reducing the, the cooldown of Shadow Leap. Um, the, the issue with, like, it's nice to have rushing Crow frontal, but at the same time, you don't close gaps faster, necessarily. Um, so maybe make uh, rushing Crow the same distance as it's uh, on Succession, which is, you know, it would leave Succession with <laughs> even less. So Succession is uh, a bit more love, but. On awakening, I do think we just need a lot more mobility, a lot more.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm like imagining sort like I could see Shadow like maybe do something like Paradise Surge, like do like an unprotected version of Shadow Leap that you can use just for the distance. That wouldn't
3: help because you wouldn't be able to use it then.
1: That's not true. We use we use Paradise Surge all the time on Hash in large scale, and it has a 18 second cooldown, so like you can still just spam it. And it's like fine. I mean, you can use unprotected stuff. But you're so spoiled with your protected movement. You think you can't use anything that's unprotected? What? Come on, What man. unprotected movement? What? Well, yeah, I guess you don't even know what that is. You're not used to it. Um, <laughs> no, what? Look, like, I'm asking you. What? What unprotected movement? Well, I. Well, I mean, I guess you guys just had rushing crow before he, we don't have anything <laughs> yeah it just shadow it, but you can yeah, I mean, like you can use i mean like look at like fiery angel or or anything on on different uh classes that's like unprotected, just as like a gap close uh or I don't know, there's like situations where you could definitely use unprotected movement i mean ninja kuna. we are, use like, a, Prime we use part, unprotected right? movement all the time
3: like we we, we use uh rushing crow currently like we do rushing crow into um, like you, you tilt the, the 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 camera and iframe so that uh, it cancels at the end into an iframe. We use uh, Midnight Stinger. We already use unprotected mobility, but it's like it's a small bursts of mobility that doesn't really do much. What we need is to close, like to, to keep up with other classes. Like if a warrior decides to just run away or, um, I mean, even wizards, wizard witches, uh, berserkers I I, can, I cannot think of on, of a class that uh, cannot outrun sork maybe tamer maybe tamer
1: what if you guys just Shite. got <laughs> like a version of target chase you can literally just hold shift forward and you recover stamina and
7: move a little bit faster we I mean we have kind of that with uh with the
3: darkness release backwards cancel, but that doesn't recover stamina, um and it's barely faster than- yeah
1: i was gonna say i don't know if that's actually faster than target chase uh, running but yeah exactly this is what i mean like sorg does not have mobility yeah i guess i i don't know i'm like half i'm with you i i get i totally understand i'm not need- i'm not like a, i'm not
3: like a, you know some, some classes like, oh, we want full protected CC nukes, uh, AOE grabs. No, like, we don't have the skills. They do not exist. If I had an unprotected mobility, I would use it.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, I wanted to ask, uh, starting with Nusar, kind of about like the reworks in general. Um, how do you think your reworks overall? Um, compared to the other classes that you've seen so far, as far as like, do you feel like Archer was left out? Do you think it, it got love? Because there's a lot of fear, I think with a lot of people's classes, like I'll just say my own, and I think a lot of the Kuno community feels this way, is that there's not a whole lot of Kuno's. I don't know how much feedback they're actually getting from Kuno's. So I, have, I feel like what, whatever they're gonna do is just gonna be completely random. Um, Whereas like some of the other classes have a lot of a lot of players and a lot of feedback to like vibe off of or, or use. Do you feel like uh, the archer reworks are comparable to the other reworks you've seen?
4: No, a lot of this is via proxy, because I haven't looked an absurd amount into the other classes' reworks. I know bits here and there, I know what people are calling busted and stuff. I know the points of contention being striker and warrior. And from what I've seen and what other people have said, the, the big opinion is, while the Archer rework, so far, this, this phase of it, is really good in retrospect. There's just a few things that need to be added uh, to make it, you know, a lot better. Um, compared to those big two-hitters, uh, Striker and Warrior, I see it's just... A lot of people feel like we've been left in the dirt here a little bit. No. Um, is that- I feel like, yeah...
1: I was going to say, do you think that that feeling is, is comparing it to 1v1s or to large scale? Because at least to me, if Archer came to the live server as it is, if you're fighting with a ball in a node war, I still think it would have more value than Stryker would with Striker's mm-hmm. current changes. Just speaking like large scale, like 50 man, 60 man, whatever, like high yeah. end, high end like node wars. But 1v1s, Ar- striker looks kind of crazy, although they yeah. did get one nerf this week. That was pretty important on the the shard use with double flash.
4: Oh, was that the the spamming dash thing? Yeah,
1: they're not a Musa anymore. (laughs) Okay,
4: thank God. Rip dude. Had me worried. Um yeah, I think I think a lot of that opinion is looking at what those changes have been and how those classes will fare in one v ones. I think if Archer goes live right now, could can like contend to be one of the better large scale classes at the moment, in my opinion. Uh, not on the scale of <laughs> Sage or Nova, etc., but pretty high up there. These changes have generally been uh, generally been really nice for large scale and group uh, group fights. But yeah, one v ones, I I could definitely see where people are coming from when they say we've been left in the dirt in a little bit. Where Striker got these buffs that look insane. disgusting <laughs> yeah. and absolutely insane, and we've just been given something that looks good. You know, it's. Vegas can't be choosers, and I feel like we can't be nitpicking this much into comparing to other classes. Yeah. I'm very subjective in looking at uh, Archer in a vacuum. Okay. What are these re- reworks doing in a vacuum? In a vacuum with a few extra tweaks, like the passive and maybe a bit more ranged accuracy, this rework is phenomenal. Yeah. Now, comparing it to the other classes and upcoming potential reworks, That's where it gets a little bit iffy. And I've been reserving a bunch of judgment for later in the stages where more classes have been had their reworks out and there's been more tweaks. So I can go, okay, strikers, you know, shard usage has been changed. So obviously that's not something I'm going to have to worry about as much. Yeah. So I don't really want to have a really strong opinion about how we'll fare versus the other reworks at the moment until they've been tweaked.
1: So Just on Archer, I I want to talk about two things. One, the new pre-awakened iframe, and then two, just in general, like what do you think from the changes that you got help in 1v1? and, And what do you think specifically for 1v1 it still is lacking?
0: I I had a quick question I wanted to ask while we're on the topic of judging the archery work, both in a vacuum and compared to other classes. Mm -hmm. You said that you're kind of withholding a little bit of judgment until we kind of see more of it, but we do already have kind of the archer-like counter, I would say, or not counter, but counterpart, rather, in Suck Ranger. Mm. I I know you said that you only kind of know, you don't like pay that much attention to that kind of stuff, but how do you feel Mm. like... Archer's changes were compared to Suck Ranger with what you do know.
4: I think the dynamic of how the two classes are separated just stays the same. I feel like Arch- uh, Archer will always have its niche in comparison to Ranger. You know, Ranger will still be able to do a lot of things they do at the moment. Um not a million percent familiar with all the changes they got, just a few things to do with mobility, et cetera, et
2: cetera.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, but comparing it to Suck Ranger, from what other people have said, we're kind of in the same boat. Um, and I'm sort of on the same uh, side as that from what I've seen, that the changes... Forgive me, this is veering off the question, what you specifically no, no wanted worries. to know. Oh, good,
0: dude, feel free to. But
4: um, comparatively, people are grouping Archer and Ranger in this sort of section where, oh, well, we've got... We've got our reworks, and they may be nice in some parts, some things may be bad, but why should we be, you know, overshadowed so much by these other two
1: classes, especially
4: in their, in their, uh, in their changes? So that's what I've been seeing. Yeah. Um,
1: in fairness, everyone except for Striker feels that way. <laughs> So, yeah, OK, Fair <laughs> I mean, well, like I, I've been trying to follow it really closely and I, I do find it really interesting mm-hmm. that basically everyone not not obviously there's like different people, but the people that are complaining the most like you just see a large group of people in every single community that mm-hmm. is really pissed. Yep. I, I think, for example, like Ranger um, on the initial release, I was surprised that they were upset. And when I spoke to Flannels, he was very, very positive about the changes. I think on week mm-hmm. two, which was unfortunate that I, d- I didn't get a chance to uh, talk to Flannels about it, but they removed the super armor on one of their new skills, which I think was horrible, horrible change. Why? because Because um, one of the problems with Awakened Rangers is it didn't have protected damage. Um, but then yeah. this week, they had really, really awesome changes. They reverted the super armor change, added it back to that skill, and they lowered the cooldown of EES. So it's like, This is why I think it's it's like almost like a waste of energy to be super pissed early on because there's real, real changes happening on the follow up weeks.
4: Mm -hmm. And they just get bounced and adjusted to the other reworks at the same time as well. Mm -hmm. That's why we've been withholding a lot of this judgment other than the inner vacuum kind of perspective.
1: Right. So just hypothetically speaking, if this came today. How how do you think this fares in 1v1s? Do you think it changes any matchups? And also separately, how do you feel about that new little uh, pre-awaken iframe slow debuff thing?
4: I'll get to the I'll get to the uh, iframe first okay. so I don't forget. Um they changed the animation for Ragon Spirit and gave it a little bit of an iframe. Now I'm sure some archers know that I love the skating playstyle popularized by Giho. Very good Archer, by the way, and um, Ragon Spirit was a very useful tool for people using this playstyle to move around, you know, and just kind of skate around. Um, The animation change is a little annoying, I'm going to be honest, because we have to add an extra input or two to get the same results as before. Not a problem. Adds a little bit of survivability for doing that combo, which is really nice, and I still can't really see people using it uh, outside of mobility during 1v1s because mm-hmm. there is that massive gap at the end and you can't really cancel it into anything too quickly. Quickest, I would imagine, would be Meteor Dive or Piss piercing, and uh, piercing Cry. But there's still the, that gap after the iframe. It's not long enough to make any meaningful distance uh, difference, not distance. Um, gaping Darkness speed increase... I think it's nice especially if you use um, I know a lot of archers used mana regen or just PvE buffs on it in general for the PvE combo I think it's good for that but the um, wrath of nature thing might take a bit of getting used to because you can't cancel it anymore and now on to what was the other part of the question sorry
1: uh, just kind of how you think it fares in, in 1v1 I think overall is. if, uh, in if it came out today
4: if we ignore the other reworks too, then I don't think any matchups change too much. I think we fare a bit better against classes that like to sit in queue and have a cup of tea while their uh, you know minions do all the work for them. You know, auto chess classes, just Nova, um, and classes with big blocks in general and a lot of super armors. I think the Higher potential for damage trading is really nice, especially with the flowing between Awakening and Pre-Awakening a lot easier. Another thing to mention on that, actually, you can use the new skill from Pre-Awakening as well to instantly get back to Awakening. Just found that breeze, out before.
1: Breeze? Or- um, neither the new one, SQ. Oh, can you? So you just with the keybind, yeah. or do you have to hotbar it? Yeah, just the keybind. You can just go straight oh, to Awakening, which nice. is
4: crazy, because you can flow into ranged combos from that. Really good poke. Um, in one v I don't think many matchups change other than the two classes. We've got more poke against that. I think the movement speed debuff on Meteor Dive is pretty nice for classes that like to, you know, get into close and stay in close range. Though I don't know why it's movement speed debuff and not attack speed, but it's yeah. less of an issue. Um, so counter Yeah, I, think, I don't to, think much changes.
1: All the oppressing Mooses and mirrors out there it helps counter them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm you Um, just
4: feel bad for
1: the mooses and may you just kind of let them get in one or two rounds dude i i don't understand i i also am like all right so i like the little iframe scoot thing i don't think it needs the whole like end punch and the slow debuff like it probably should just be a whole iframe right like i don't know
4: yeah i agree and i don't think it should move forward uh, I like how it used to move sideways and sure for the slowness and trying to actually hit someone with it. It wasn't good for that purpose, but people didn't use it for that purpose and we didn't want to use it for that purpose.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, they see it as one of those unused skills in that category, I guess, and wanted to try and make it more viable, but it's just not going to make a meaningful distance and less difference. Sorry. Unless it has a longer iframe, no gap, or they just made it so it moves the same as it used to, personally.
1: Yeah. Um, Heden, what do you, what do you what do you think is going to be your new skill next week? What are you expecting? Love- Grub. <laughs> oh,
7: my God. Oh, oh.
0: Lord.
3: I'm kidding. I a block jump Stark, one uh, too.
6: Might as well. Let's just go the whole
0: way. Yeah, dude. 360 <laughs> super armor block with a block jump and a grab, dude. I wanted to have a zero.
6: Frame. I, I don't think.
3: Uh, I don't think Sark needs a grab. Um, I mean, it could be anything. <laughs> really. Obviously, like if it's one of the two things that I you know, that fixes, you know, either mobility or way to deal against uh, resist- resistances or I guess against um, um blocks, essay say blocks, like any, any of these three things, if it if it addresses one of these three things, I think it's, it's perfect.
1: One of the things that I heard a lot going into this, and I don't know if you guys heard this too, but because Corsair was coming out right as, as the reworks are like being announced, um, mm-hmm. So a lot of people are like, oh, okay, that makes sense. All these non-grab classes are either going to get a grab in the reworks or they're going to get block break. Um, were yep. you expecting that and or are you disappointed 100%. that it didn't come?
3: Yes and yes. <laughs> I, uh, I I do think we, we should get block, uh, like fl- flat block damage or or the the regeneration thing. I think block damage makes more sense. It's more in tune yep. with the Sork I'm in the same uh, boat. Um I guess style archetype. Um so I would like something like that. Cause it's just it shouldn't be like sitting in block and like um, taking your hands off you off the keyboard should not be a viable playstone. <laughs> and it sucks that it works against Soric.
1: Yeah I'm I'm kind of with Desic. like on on Desig and Chad saying block break would on every class would be oppressive in large scale. Like if uh, so, I like the idea for it for Sork and Archer, in like, hey, it's me versus you in battle arena. But like, if everybody has it, especially if it's like on ranged abilities, I I mean no, basically no one's gonna have a block, including the classes that are not SA block classes. But, um, depends on uh, depends on where you
3: put it. If it's like a, in a skill that is you know, specifically for 1v1. Mm-hmm. And of course, if we're talking about Corsair, you have these massive uh, AOEs with whales and shit and dolphins flying out of, you know, the sky. But if, if you put it on a Sork skill, like that is single target, like melee range, I don't think that would be an issue, yeah. right? For, like engulfing for or general something? general state. Like- That's even too big, like I'm... I'm thinking.
1: You're just gonna throw out a crowflair.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly wanted the crowflair, which okay, hear me out. Okay, I've already said this a couple of times. Uh, Giga brain idea. So you see how crowflair, like it, it's a twirl. You spin, right? What if, what if cr- you use crowflair as a counter grab? So when people grab you, you use crowflair. You grab the person's arm and you twist it, and it. It grabs the grabber. It's brilliant, right? That's it's a main... brilliant idea.
1: <laughs> what were you gonna say, Reslar? I can't even. I can't. Uh, get I was idea. just
0: gonna say I I I I understand the desire for block break mechanics, and I agree that there's definitely at least some classes, maybe not all, but there's definitely some classes that need it. It would definitely need to be tuned down if you were gonna put it on all classes that don't have a grab. Uh but like I feel like the block break mechanic first of all i hate the no region thing i feel like that that just needs to go
1: can't happen which
0: we've talked about that a bunch before so i won't go too much into that but i also feel like the block break thing should be like tied to your damage in some way instead of just a flat amount and then at that point you could also tie it to split damage so that it wouldn't be as bad in like large scale theoretically right
7: uh,
1: Wait, what was the So last uh, part? It,
7: it deactivates the,
1: the so block damage. So you tie it to your
0: damage somehow. Mm-hmm. So instead of just being a flat 20%, so if five people hit you with this skill that does 20%, you have no block, you tie it to your damage, and then you also give it split damage. So that if you're in the middle of a ball and you're getting hit with a bunch of skills that reduce your block, it's mm-hmm. only going to be taking down like maybe 1%, 2%, right, plus okay. the damage of the skill itself, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I see. So it would affect 1v1 a lot more. It um, would be
0: super effective in 1v1, <laughs> theoretically, but not as effective in large scale.
1: So here, Assuming you're
0: playing inside the ball.
1: Here's my experience with the block break thing. The reason why I'm not super into the idea is, one, I think it is crazy for large scale. And maybe that would help mitigate it a little bit. But two, like if I'm on a Corsair, so I, I was testing this out. There's some classes like Valk where they literally can't move if their block is at zero. So in those situations, it's like really oppressive. Um, But when I'm on a Sork against a Guardian, it's not just his block that makes it impossible for a Sork to CC the Guardian. It's also the fact that they're an SA. And when I was testing out Corsair versus Guardian, like it didn't matter that his block was broken in that matchup at all. Because he still was in SA and he still is regening health when he hits him with God Incinerator or he still can iframe out and he still eventually like comes back over time. Like it didn't actually really even help the matchup. I'm not sure exactly what would. It's a really tough thing. I think, um, I don't know if I've talked to you Nusar or Kyreem about, or uh, sorry, uh, Heaton about this, but Kyreem had a really cool idea that I talked about with him a while back where he, he thinks there needs to be some sort of resource. You could do it in like a bunch of different ways, but either if a player is in super armor block, after a couple seconds, the super armor falls off, um, or after a second or two, it starts draining stamina instead of recovering, or it locks their stamina, or, or something along those lines, like some sort of resource that makes it that they don't get to recover all their cooldowns, stamina, and in a lot of cases their health during that more so i feel like that would be more helpful than just giving everyone block breaks
4: i very much agree with that but i doubt they would do anything like that <laughs> yeah. to all the classes yeah it's like there are there are there are a list of ideal things that could happen one of them being removing resistances yeah it's the same
3: argument right it's yeah, a, broken, a lot of these things just not, like we, we can yeah. even talk about grabs like i don't think grab should be in the game <laughs> of course the sorg says it right but I just I think grabs are very toxic in video. Yeah, I mean they, they I,
0: I feel the same way about Sorks. I don't think Sorks should be in the game. Very, very toxic.
3: Yeah, I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe. maybe I'm I'm open to that discussion. Like I, I love I love BDO. Like I'm not necessarily married to my class. Like I, I can see myself playing other things because the combat is amazing, you know, regardless of the class. Of course, I prefer Sorg because that's what I've been playing since forever. But um there are some things that are just I think uh, it's wrong like a uh, one uh, one click button with the grabber that you can follow up a combo like even comparing it to fighting games you cannot combo after a grab in fighting games
4: if you're gonna be able to counter grab let's go back to that real quick because mm. i want to talk about this the counter grab <laughs> argument if you're gonna get a counter grab on sork can we at least throw the beyblade back at you because <laughs> <laughs> <a kick>? yeah, <laughs> that shit is reflected. so annoying
3: with cleansing flame with Guardian, like with a bong sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would that be cool. How you played mini-game
4: cool. to DDM?
3: I mean That's something I miss from uh,
1: from Guild Wars, like the projectile thing. Yeah, like a deflection. <laughs> um I I like the idea of a parry that I mean I I don't know. I see it it always gets taken to the extreme that like if there's a parry then the person that threw the grab is the one that gets CC'd. But I actually wouldn't mind like a parry where both players are just, it pushes them back away from each other, almost as like now the grab's on cooldown. I still think, because obviously they're probably not going to change systems similar to the resist and similar to Mm -hmm. the block thing. I think it would just, it would be a huge weight off of everyone's shoulders if they just increased cooldowns of grabs by a significant yep. amount, and every single grab had an opening if it failed. Um, Agreed. Like, just the amount of frustration that would be relieved throughout most of the community if the if a pure melee grab was like a 15 or a 20 second cooldown, and then any of the range grabs were 20, 25 seconds, would just be like, it would give every class that doesn't have a grab or that relies on super armor or whatever a chance to be aggressive and keep track of a cooldown, whereas like seven seconds to me is so insane that any grab in this game is seven seconds with how fast the game is. It like, actually kind of blows my mind. I don't know.
4: You don't I- like spending most of the time on the ground?
1: <laughs> well, it's like, dude, I, the thing is that is funny is the amount of times that I get grabbed by someone and then as I get out of their combo, I get grabbed by them again. Like the same exact that's grab. That's a classic. Ugh. I'm just like, I cannot believe that that's an actual thing. I, I don't know. So I, I think that it would feel a lot less oppressive and people would be a lot less frustrated and you'd see the grab desync happen way less often and, and getting grabbed out of your protections way less often if the cooldowns were just dramatically increased so they just weren't happening as often, you had time to play around them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, it's just, and I, I honestly think that that's a really simple fix and I was hoping with the reworks that maybe something like that would happen and then they lowered the cooldown of, your grab and then i lost all hope
4: <laughs> hey surely they um they would um increase those cooldowns all at once right before reworks copium
3: and alternatively you could make grabs only work on essays, not on frontals
1: yeah or or like it, it would ha- you'd, grabs have to, are... you'd have to go behind the frontal right like ideally to get the grab off yeah Exactly, because right
3: now grabs not only work in you know every type of protection, but most of the time in iframe stands.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be a big fat sork buff. The one class that has ways to deal with grab, you know.
4: And then we'd also have more people uh, <laughs> complaining about resistances because they won't have a
3: grab it's, every. It's not three just seconds. about like. It's not just about me being a sorc. Like I've well, played no, I know, I know. Grab classes. Like i when I play sage, it, it, it's um, it's insane. Like the way you're. Uh, mind switches when you have a grab and when you don't when you don't have a grab you have to eat either like uh you know play according to the way your, your opponent plays which is normal it's it's the right way of playing it and and hit the openings um or win the trades but when you have a grab like most of the time you can just like wait for one open like one you know just a uh, easy grab uh, potential and
1: yeah and and go uh, for
3: uh, off of from it which i only is point just, out the source. easier
1: because, uh, like, Sork and Ninja, Awakened Sork specifically, and Awakened Ninja are, like, really equipped to deal with, like, more so than other classes. They're pretty equipped to deal with grabs. Plus, they yep. also get to rotate frontal guards, like, indefinitely while still keeping up their mobility and stuff. I mean, some classes, I don't know. it just I, I don't mind that, that idea as well. Um, I still think it'd be just really simple to just make the cooldown super long. It, yep. It's uh, just super long. It's like... I don't know. Like, even, like, like I, I stop and think sometimes, I, I know it's kind of dumb and foolish to compare skills, but I'm just like, dude, like, H- Heart Snatch is like 30 second cooldown. And, uh, this dude's super armor grab is 7 second cooldown. I'm <laughs> just like, oh my god. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know, the grabs, the grabs are oppressive. I, I don't know if they'll ever do anything. I'm not really sure what I the... I uh, they're willing
3: fort. to... Um... I don't think they're willing to change core mechanics of the game anymore. They almost killed the game when they changed the CC system. And I, just, I don't see them doing something even remotely similar ever again. So what I see, like the, the pattern that I see with these new class buffs, um, or reboot, or whatever you want to call them, is that um, they want to just buff classes, right? <laughs> like the data balancing uh, technique, if every class is broken, uh, then the game is just balanced, which is maybe not even wrong. Like I don't think you can balance video, right. Like realistically, I don't think anyone should expect video to be balanced because it never will. It never was, and
5: it's, it's not going to happen.:
1: Yeah.: um, News are you guys disappointed that Archer did not get succession? I know there were some archers that actually thought that the rework might bring succession. Were you expecting that, or are you disappointed by that?
4: What do you mean? All you have to do is take off your awakening weapon. <laughs> I do that all the time.
1: True. True.
4: Yeah, I I see people complaining that um we didn't get Fletcher like Mobile has, um and that really cool skill uh, Circle of Thorns. Uh, just for the sake of having it, yeah. but it doesn't bother me at all. I think they made awakening and pre-awakening flow even easier and better together by so much with those three changes specifically being. Uproot from Pre Awakening, Breeze from Pre Awakening, and the new skill from Pre Awakening. I, I just think it's unnecessary. The class is pretty much two kits melded together. Yeah. And I think it's wonderful.
0: Newsor help me. Which one is Breeze again?
1: It's the new one. The, uh, yeah.
4: Mountain Breeze. It's the um the iframe into super armor. Forward. Ah, yes. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yes. Off, okay.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I haven't played Archer in a while, so I'm trying to recall. That's all.
1: understandable. Most people have. <laughs> Wait, Rez, what how do you how do you feel about the archer changes being a uh, former archer yourself?
7: Uh, I think
0: they look pretty good. I definitely can understand why archers are kind of like side-eyeing them and being like, "Come on. Like <laughs> we we wanted like one or two things and you gave us all this other stuff, which is nice. Which is nice, but it's like, dude, come on." But yeah, like I'm definitely I don't know. I I'm thinking about like post rework giving it another try, giving it a tag and and trying it out for a while cuz I mean, I played Archer. I've played it twice. I think the first time was for like 7 or 8 months, the second time was for like 5 months, so a little over an, a year I put in Archer. Uh and I definitely enjoyed it. So I'm pretty excited about the rework, honestly.
4: That's great. With Archer especially, you you'll never get a class that flows better. Oh, and You yeah, cannot dude. change my mind. Excuse me. It for is. Sure. You just cannot. It's impossible. Like, a lot of people that play Archer still mainly do it because of the movement and how everything flows together. It's just hard I... to play something else. Everything feels clunky in comparison.
0: Yeah, and listen, I'm biased because I play Zerker, quite possibly the clunkiest class in this game. But in my honest opinion, Archer might be like the most well-designed class in the game, just in terms of how everything flows together, how it works. It has very clearly designed, uh, defined rather, strengths and weaknesses. I don't know. It's just <laughs> a really damn well-designed class.
4: I agree with you. If it went for certain like metas and stuff coming up, like resistances and adamantines and stuff like that then i think archer would just still be in a very well-rounded place and archers can already perform extremely well with these current issues uh Shoju's a living example but um it's yeah I, I agree with you it's pretty well balanced by itself it's just surrounded by completely
1: unbalanced mm.
4: messes and a tft auto chess class
1: <laughs> dude i i Heaton, do you disagree with the I mean, obviously, Sork
3: is obviously superior in terms of flow. But see, I... yeah, Archer is cool.
1: <laughs> Dude, I, well, I flow like purely speaking, flow wise. I actually think Sork and Awaken Hash are up there. Like, it feels like everything is super intuitive. The way the two classes pre and awaken flows together, like really seamlessly. Um, it takes a lot to learn, but like everything like goes together. It feels like really really smooth when you've learned it. Compared to yeah, some of the other classes,
3: kit. it's not like succession and awakening. So sort of yeah. pre-awakening and awakening. It's just one kit.
1: Yeah, it's not do well. That's the thing too. I mean, you do C swap on Sork, obviously, but it like feels like the way it swaps into turn back. It just feels like you're using another skill, or you know, I don't know. That's how it feels on Hash too. Like you really don't even C swap that much. Um. So, uh, what about the animation? So. So I think that's one of the reasons why we probably didn't get a trailer for Sork and Archer. The animations aren't dramatically different. Obviously, Archer's two new skills have fancier animations. Were Were there any other animations that got dramatic changes new, sir, for Archer?
4: Other than Ragon's spirit, um, doesn't look like it. The piercing light, no recoil thing, I guess you could count as an animation change because you don't move back uh, 300 miles. Yeah, but um, other than that, not really. Everything looks pretty much the same. Actually, Arrow Explosion got a massive AOE increase. Forgot to mention earlier. Yeah, uh, that's the pre-awakening Shift F. Yeah, the split damage is still the same. I don't recall if they changed anything about the damage.
1: They, they did. I they but gave the it, AOE is just massive. They gave it to. I believe they gave it two additional hits in PvP and PVE.
4: Okay. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's especially good for PVE pulling then. Because Archer's already used that to pre pull because it had, I think, it was either a T2 or T3 add-on for monster damage, so people would pull, especially Star's End, with that shift there. Mm-hmm. And with this AoE being much bigger, it's going to be even better for that.
1: Yeah. Um, did they? How much did they change your Rebombs? I know they changed the cooldown on one and made one of your Rebombs like a one-hit. Are those things that'll make you choose those rebombs, or change your rebomb style or choice?
4: Realistically, the only rebomb that makes a meaningful impact in Archer gameplay is Nature Shattering Arrow, and them reducing the cooldown on that was really big. Because it was already what probably might get a few uh, angry people saying this, but I think it, it was Archer's str- like best skill when they, added, when they fixed uh, Nature Shattering Arrow. Um being that easy hot, barable, use from pre-awakening or awakening, just constant pressing damage and you can just do anything out of it. It was really nice. Yeah. So that, uh, re- cooldown reduction is, uh, really big, but the other, the other two, I don't even worry about. Like, um, they're very, very, very niche and not even worth looking into the changes at the moment.
1: Yeah. Um, Heaton, how'd you feel about your, uh, your animations. No, they changed I don't Dream think of they Doom, Vile uh, Plan. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. DoD is like larger, the animation, not the, the actual skill. Um, yeah. I don't think they actually changed Vile Plan. Did they?
1: No, they did. That, well, they extended out the, the hit animation. So it's like like longer purple that goes out kind of further. They like enlarged it. Um, and then they also randomly added a purple like flare to the scythe. While it's spinning during violation, I don't know if you notice it's like kind of subtle, but new. I don't know. It's Good like thing. a circle. Yeah, it's like so random. Um, but everything else, I think, looks the same. Yeah. Um, so. which is probably why you didn't get a trailer. People would be like, "Wait, what's different?" Dude, the Dream of Doom animation does look really cool, though. I think it looks super cool. Um. Did they change your one hundred percent? No, it's actually uh, kind of sucks. They, I think they
3: should, uh, they should probably swap the black hole with um, the judgment. That would make a lot of people happy.
1: I I forgot. I completely forgot to test it. But someone said that they changed the knockdown to the start of black hole instead of the end. So it's like right. It always was at the start. It. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Was it just like the hit is a knockdown, and then when it explodes at the end, is a knockdown too. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Well, that's too bad, man. Well, I mean, maybe no one has used
3: a black hole in three years.
1: So. Maybe your new skill will have a fancy, uh, fancy new animation. I mean, Soul Reaper looks cool when that came out. Yeah. That was one of the better looking new skills.
3: I, mean, I, I don't give a shit about animations. So I'm gonna uh, be honest with you. You you're an
1: Opti Mode player? <laughs>
3: No, no, no. I play in like high, low or high, medium, depending on how I'm feeling. Um, I just don't think it's, I mean, when you play the game for so long,
1: like, it's, just, it's just numbers, right? It's just the matrix. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the
6: flashing just goes away. Yeah.
1: Um, so we, we've been asking this to a, a lot of different uh, to a lot of different people, right? This is Reslar's favorite question, which we'll start with you, Heden, which Mm-hmm. class rework of all 17 are you most afraid of? Like, which one do you think is going to be when all is said and done is going to be like, oh my god, this class is busted?
3: Um, I mean, it's... It, can I say three?
1: <laughs> is it too much? <laughs> you can say three, but which one would you rank above them? Like, which it depends the on, the on, the, on the result, right?
3: Because I, I think right now, like uh, Zerker... Um, Mystic and uh, and Warrior are incredibly powerful as they are. So, like, them getting more stuff it's just scary. Mm-hmm. It's just like, do, do they really, like, what do you even give them? Yeah. And, like, if they don't nerf the the, the Cuba from Zerker, like, what the fuck is. <laughs> what, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> One handed <laughs> grab, grab two people at once. Yeah. So,
1: uh it's a ranging guard
3: it's a ranging guard people don't want to admit
1: yep uh new you which uh which class do you
4: can are- i can i say can i say one for large scale or one for 1v1 yeah absolutely for large scale i'm gonna go with evilness Zerka is terrifying already with that q buff and the new skill um mm-hmm. kind of terrified i don't want to uh, going to be able to do in large scale in 1v1s it's it's tough between Mystic and Valk for me um, Mystic being the only class I really struggled the most with Succession Mystic uh, no yeah Succession Mystic in a 1v1 matchup uh, Valk was annoying with old shield throw but not so bad anymore kind of worried about what's going to happen to them now uh, the rest of them should be fine
1: yeah Mystic will be interesting. You're not really worried about Awaken, though. You're more worried about Suck getting buffed on Mystic? Yeah,
4: I'm worried about Suck. I'm worried about Suck.
1: We talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago, but um, I don't know if Reslar's back or not, but they should change
7: Q-buff, right? Yes. Yeah. What, What
1: would you guys want done to it?
7: Did he mention that
5: I
3: don't like CC resistance?
1: You did mention that. Okay. I think it should
3: not have CC resistance. I, I'm it's fine the with the like the skill nuking, because you want skills to be like to feel powerful, right? Just, you pop it and you just you see the kill feed go brr. But it's just silly that on top of it you are capped on resistance. It's just silly.
4: I feel Give like it's it more I feel like it should be more CC focused than damage. But that's I haven't really put much thought into this. Honestly. Like Any way can, I, can work, right? Is...
3: Like you remove yeah. the, the damage and it's better and you keep the resistance and the down smashing and the KDing. You remove the CCs mm-hmm. and it's it's still good. You, you can you blast super hard, you get the nasty kill feed. You remove the resistance, mm-hmm. it adds more... Like anything, really. It's going to get buffed, to, I really don't. <laughs>
4: to offset that damage, to offset that the damage decrease, if they did decrease the damage, like give them some other tool maybe to to appease their needs give them a little bit more mobility during it or something
3: if they keep that, set, set if that if they keep cuba as it is i demand i demand f- that uh, sork gets uh, dod without cooldown on our evil we just spam dod every second I'm sorry, and I removed- literally just
0: got back, and
3: this
0: is the first bullshit <laughs> I
1: hear. Wait, dude, we wait. Remove this- split damage from
4: piercing light while you're at it,
6: too. <laughs> no, it no, couldn't no. have been queued up
1: any better. Heedon, when you queue buff on Sork, the, the updated one should be every time you use Karshan's protection, even when it's on cooldown, it throws out a disc and explodes it on a target just every single time. Except the damage, like, tripled. Yeah, and the disc throws DoDs. <laughs> and the disc is throwing DoDs as it's going.
0: I literally sit down, I put my headset on, as I'm putting on my headset, like, literally before it even slaps onto the side of my head, I just hear, Q-buff, then DOD should have no cooldown, it's just like, huh?
6: (laughs) A lot's happened
0: since you were gone. Apparently, dude, I'm gone for, like, five minutes, and all of a sudden, we're talking about, uh, Striker dashing like a Musa level changes here.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> what do you guys think should happen new star first? This is a serious question. I want a real answer for this. What do you think Kuno should get in their rework?
4: Deleted. <laughs> Maybe an awakening. That'd be cool.
1: Hey, that would be cool, wouldn't it?
4: Yeah, that'd be cool.
7: Eden. Uh yeah. That's my take. Alright, Hayden? Kuno
3: Maybe reworks. make the class uh, tankier again. Give uh, like either buff again the evasion passes, and just add the you know an extra evasion class back to the roster to give more gear diversity.
1: I would actually be so sad if they buffed our evasion. I just because oh. it's like, I mean, it'd be like one of those like it's nice to have. Th- then I'd sound like all these other classes like yeah, it's nice to have, but it doesn't fix our issues. <laughs> I don't want to say that. Dude, I am actually at the point where I'm I'm so distraught about it. I just give me just give me good PvE and I'll be happy. I don't even care if it sucks in PvP anymore. I don't care if it's bad in large scale. Just let me PvE on it. It's all I want. So much copium. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. Uh give me back attack. Dude, every time like a uh, ranger or archer would be like, "Dude, I just want back attacks." I'd be like, "Dude, I have back attacks. It's not helping." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dude, I, so Biceptimus and, uh, and or Flannels, I, th- I can't remember if they both agreed on it, but they both were saying that they think that the bladers are going to be kind of nuts because they have the most that they to do on those classes and that they're going to take it to a level that's like nuts.
4: The return of shaky Bay.
1: Yeah. I mean, right now the two, the fire and ice bladers are going to be playing uh full time just really slowing down life and playing full-time uh what's that game called new world
6: you mean slowing down life
1: well it's just a lot you know it's a lot slower pace it's more of just like adventuring with your friends and exploring they'll, they'll come back players.
4: they'll come back to you every few days just to throw a stub arrow <laughs> give them
1: give them a bit more credit pop in and stub and pop back out I mean, is that not I what they
6: do already? I haven't uh, downloaded a patch update in like
7: two weeks, I think. So as soon as they get the reworks, I'll go and test it out and see what it is. And if it's, you know,
6: the end result, whatever, however long it takes, I think, what, end of October is when they plan to release them. If it's just not up to par, then.
0: Uh... Yeah, let's oh, talk yeah, about I'm that first gonna... thing because I doubt that's going to happen. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's not coming in October. There's no way. Unless they, they start heat, releasing uh, three a day. Or three a week. Yeah, they haven't hit
3: any, any uh, timelines far. I'm pretty They're sure they stopped. said uh, no, they, towards
1: the end yeah, of October. They, said, they didn't promise it or anything, but they said their goal was to have it finished and on live server by the end of October. Middle to end of October. Which is just, there's like no way now. I mean, October is in six days, right? Yeah. So.
6: And how many classes are left?
1: Um, Twelve. Now, they have Jesus. released two. They, they did have a holiday week with no release. So, kind of slowed things down. I don't, I don't know.
2: Yeah.
1: But. um.
6: They'd have to do three every week now. They'd have to do Even three four. a week. And then they wouldn't have
4: any time before going <laughs> so to live. Take,
1: yeah. So, that'll be November. It'll be in November. The it, earliest oh, November. Or December. Um, they might we'll have like to pull December. a
4: few people off the um outfit squad to work on. Dude, they're, they're you know, they're so
6: busy, though. You can't do that.
0: Yo, speaking of Nyasha, you see that new uh, Meiwa outfit?
6: I did, and it actually does look really yeah. good. At that... first, I was kind of confused because the the stance that she has kind of reminded me of more like Kuno or Lan. So I'm like, is that, is that not for Meiwa? And then I guess it is, so.
1: Yeah, it looks, that outfit actually looks really sick. Wait, Except where's like the pickup? I'm me, trying to find it. Yeah, here I found it. I got it. Um, I've seen it
7: earlier this morning, but I'll
1: post I'll this, post please. it in the group chat. That's the front.
7: Wait, no, there's another one I seen.
6: Maybe i maybe I got it mixed up. No, this is this oh, is the a, new
1: one. Yeah, there. that's the new one.
6: I must have seen a different one. That wasn't May was then.
1: Well, let me Maybe find you it. did see a Kuno. <laughs>
6: it probably was a Kuno. Yeah, uh, I think it is a Kuno one. Hold on.
1: Um, here I'll
6: post it. You.
1: Were, someone said you were on Pornhub. Actually, that wasn't the Mewa outfit. Um.
6: wait, I, I just posted it. Is that the Kuno one?
1: No, yeah, that's Kuno. That's Kuno's outfit. Kuno already has that outfit.
0: I'd rather have that on Oh,
1: Okay. Um. All right, so I wanted that. Yeah, well,
0: dude, never happy.
1: Just for out of fairness, before we uh, we move on, I, I want to ask Keaton to spend a little bit of time on Succession. Because there are a lot of people that like mm. Succession Sork or wish that Succession Sork was a little bit better than it currently is. Um, what do you think Succession Sork is missing? Like, what kind of feedback, if you're trying to play Succession Sork, are you sending about the current reworks for them?
3: Well, we have one Succession Sork in the guild. And... He's asking me add ons for Awakening. So <laughs> that's not a good sign, <laughs> obviously, for, uh, for Succession. Yeah. Like, from a, an Awakening sort of point of view, um, the, it just got a lot of buffs. It's just got a lot of really cool stuff. Um, but I guess it's not enough. It doesn't really um, do much to what the, um, Succession Sorg of actually needs. I, honestly i'm not too sure myself i think uh um uh, like either extra damage which it already kind of has but it's the same issue you know against the uh, against block classes it's just not enough and maybe less less gaps uh, which I, I mean i know it sounds silly but no succession mean... succession routes sound uh, out of juice really really fast yeah. and it doesn't have Many ways to deal against people that um, go hard against your your back. If you have a frontal awakening, you can you can kind of deal with it against the Shashings and ninjas. You can uh, play around that, but if you're succession, it's uh, it's not as um, as easy, and you just run out of stamina super quick. I don't know. Like at the at the same time, I, I don't really claim to know because I haven't played succession in forever, and. I guess wherever I try to play Succession, I just feel like I don't do enough damage to justify like the loss of everything else. The, the yeah. I guess the control all of the Awakening. utility and control. Exactly.
1: Yeah, It's, it's a glass
3: canyon that doesn't
1: canyon. It's a glass. Succession Sork has this weird feeling to me, like so even if I play like if I play Sakuno compared to Awakening, Sakuno's kit still feels even with really long cooldowns, still feels like it has a lot of depth. Like, there's a lot of different things you can do, and it always feels like you have something to do. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, I know Suxtork feels like it just runs out of abilities a lot. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, kit you're, you're, you're forced to use a lot of unprotected stuff. And, yeah, you know, it's
3: unfortunate in this meta where everyone is just rotating uh, CCs,
1: protected CCs. Yeah. Yeah, Russian Crow having the bound and that punch at the end makes it sad. On succession. the class did
3: get, uh, I guess that's the issue. It, it feels like um, I, the complaint that I've heard mostly about Succession, um, about the change, is that the class just got buffs, not a reboot, which is what it needed.
1: Right. Fair. Fair enough. Um, Resler and Ash, do you guys have any uh, additional questions for them?
6: I mean, like what was already discussed, I mean, these things are obviously subject to change. So,
3: overall, like, uh, I think for me personally, uh, I feel like it's way too early (laughs) to give like a real judgment for Sork because I think every skill can be used on Sork, it's Mm. uh, not a class with dead skills, we have like a few. Uh, out of like so many that it right. doesn't really matter. So getting so many new things is a buff. It's massive. Like and I'm sure that if we would get um, like like you asked uh, earlier if if uh, we would get this current version on the live server, it would be a straight up buff that would like instantly um, move sork up uh, a few positions in, in tier lists. Um, but it's sort of stuff that you know takes time to to figure out playstyle. Um just it's it's a lot. too list I from like a somewhere.
6: large scale or just overall?
3: Ooh, m- mostly like mid scale to 1v1, like anything that is not large scale. Gotcha. I'm I'm not a believer in large scale. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> you don't I do it? have
0: a uh <clears throat> I got a question for both of you, actually. So I'll ask uh Nusar uh, this question first. So, like I said earlier, in this art, I, I am a uh, former archer. um Obviously, everything's subject to change as well for both for in context of both these questions. But as a, what would you say? Do you think that these changes are good enough to bring back a lot of like former archers and like maybe bring some new archers like into yep. the fold? Like, do you think it's going to make the class a lot more popular?
4: Even in its current state, without a few. Uh, a few things we want still, like the passive, etc. In its current state, yes, I believe quite a few people will be coming back to Archer. I think it's that little push that a lot of people needed. Uh, mainly the PvE one, actually. I feel like a lot more people are going to be encouraged to play the class if it's way better in PvE, which it will be. Uh, and then you can just, you know, bounce both. So I feel like it's going to bring a lot a lot uh, more attention to Archer, if it was released in its current state.
1: Hmm. Armin... and then he didn't sorry go ahead now, Armin wants me to tell you Nusar if you play Succession Ninja then you'll truly feel what a smooth class is like
4: look just cause Giho is doing it doesn't mean I'm gonna do it I'm chilling over here on Archer Thanks Succession of Ninja
0: is actually smooth as fuck I oftentimes just find myself running around Velia on my Succession Ninja just like using random skills and shit
4: I don't think you'd catch me switching to evasion, though. No. Ever.
1: Good. Evasion Archer win, dude. Maybe that's what the passive should be. Evasion buffs <laughs> on Archer. Oh, right. no.
4: if I had Biohack's gear, I still wouldn't.
1: Hey, I, I fought him extensively at Roneros when he was griefing my rotation. And his was Archer, Archer was, yeah, when he was on Archer, this back before. I don't, I don't think he has it tagged anymore, but it was, dude, he was legit tanky. Like, the only way to kill him in one combo is with E buff.
4: That's just, that was hard cap back then as well. Like, I feel like now against a hard cap archer, you'd still have a significantly easier time beating it than most other classes with it, even if it is evasion. Um, The evasion archer only really works viably against ranged classes. Like, um, I don't think it's worth it in any shape or form at the moment
1: yeah that that brings i don't want to go too far off on a tangent but that that does kind of so i i see a lot of archers and sorks and rangers say like dp is a meme doesn't matter but even if you don't survive a combo I i don't know if when they say it, if they're thinking more in a combo or chip but like did, for you, Nusard, do you still think DP matters like as far as just being able to take a hit when you're like in the middle of a skill or something, like when you're not CC'd? I think, I think DP
4: does matter, yes, but those higher DP brackets, while they are nice, it is definitely not the main priority for an archer. The, the main bonuses you're going to be getting from getting more DP, sure you're going to survive a bit more chip, but that frontal guard is really what's going to change the most. Mm. If you play well enough, If you position well according to your gear, and you don't, you know, go balls deep when you don't have the gear for it, you can make very low DP work. I was playing at like about 320 DP for a very long time. Actually, even only went above 320 DP in preparation for the tournament, the AR, uh, the AOA. Mm -hmm. So I was making it work in T230 minutes at the very least. Like, if you just play well. And uh, a good example, let me think of a good example. Giho didn't have that much DP, but in Siege, he knew how to play it like, not, not in an offensive way or anything. He knew how to play cowardly to the benefits of his gear, and he would just peel and he would just uh, position really well to account for that lack of DP, and he would still perform really well, you know, comparatively. So I think for Archer specifically As a you coward, don't though, need right? insane dp. Like you can you can make it work. You just need to play differently accordingly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When I when I was last playing Archer before I uh rolled off of it again for the second time, uh I was I think I was 289 AP and then I was like 298 DP. <laughs> And I mean, I was Ah. still like top five in every war just because, I mean, like you said, it's just you play like a bitch and you hide and
4: you run away from people. Positioning is everything with archer. Like you get really geared archers that don't frag very well because their positioning and awareness just isn't there and they rely more on gear. If in all, in all honesty, starting archer or learning it with less gear is better because you get good habits with positioning. Needing to rely on your surroundings as opposed to your gear to get you through a situation, and then the gear comes next, makes it easier.
1: Yeah, um, hidden for Sork, uh, kind of the, the same question, same idea. I know Sork is kind of slowly turning. Kind of into same more answer. Essay rotation. <laughs> yeah, I it's mean, not just because
3: Sork can essay rotate doesn't mean you should. Um, it's kind of the same thing it's It's important as in it makes the difference. It's not like the p omega loom um where it it doesn't matter, but it's um it's not the way the class should be played in my opinion yeah. the the essay rotating uh, part um but because because of iframes, which you know as i said even i as i admitted uh kind of a toxic mechanic um it allows you to. Uh, decide when you get hit. So, if you can decide when you get hit, then the best playstyle is maximizing your damage output into a small time frame by going all in on the damage and playing around that with, uh, with your iframes. And it's not just iframes, it's uh, rotating everything, you know, frontal, uh, even SA HP. So, I think Sork is actually the class that requires the least amount of DP to be competitive, to be viable. Which doesn't mean that you don't need DP.
1: Just not as much. You take your helmet off? We had a war. I I don't know if (laughs) you know. Alki on NA, we had a node war against... uh, I can't even remember back in the day. But we had a node war on a 40 man and he was selling his helmet because he was going to buy something else. And so he literally went to war without a helmet and he was like 297 DP and he he top fragged. It was like a forty one minute node war and he was like forty and three or something. Uh it says more about the opponents.
2: <laughs> maybe sometimes. that's
1: why that's why I want I don't want to remember who it is, even though I do. I'm gonna leave that to that. Um So what do you guys expect hoping for uh Heaton First at when Everything is out and released. What are you hoping happens with all these reworks, if anything? And what do you expect it's actually going to be like on live server when all of this stuff comes Um, now that you've kind of seen a uh, trend in a direction? Mm -hmm.
3: Like I accepted that video is, as I said, not balanced. It's never going to be. And with that in mind, I think the most enjoyable state of the game it's where there's either very very few classes that are stronger than the rest um and for not too long best example um sage uh, succession uh, succession lasted very little but like sage awakening broken for like 2 months i guess one one something month yeah. and then hard gutted um so if if uh, there is a meta where there is like let's say um 15ish just random number classes that are viable and then there's a few like two or three that are really strong but not too strong um compared to the the let's say the A tier you know you have a few S tier classes that are uh stronger and you know you have the usual bottom tier you know, kuno Mewa. As long as the meta stays like that and it rotates the best classes every two months, I think it's fine. I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't mind if the game is not balanced. Um, what I don't want to see is uh, Succession Wizard 2.0, like uh, one year of absolute you know, terror and uh, dominion of one class that is just so stronger compared to the others that it is mandatory that you know, 90% of your guild needs to run the same class. I yeah. don't want to see that. I don't. I don't care who, which classes OP, as long as it is OP for a short-ish
7: amount of time. Everyone has their turn, essentially. Yeah,
1: I think it's fair. Yeah, I. I mean, I'm. I. I completely agree with that too. Like, I. I don't mind. I mean, dude. I. I mean, it's one. It's an MMO, and a lot of MMOs really their pvp just aren't balanced and that's okay as long as the meta is ever changing it's just when it gets stuck on the same thing forever that people start getting like dude i'm just not participating i mean i don't know like Rez, you probably remember like during the wizard thing it was like people were just like dude I- i'm just not node warring anymore man like this is like mm-hmm. awful it- it's not fun it hasn't been fun for months and you know and right now it's like I think a lot of people have an issue with Nova, and a, a lot of people have an issue with Succession, Corsair, and hopefully it gets addressed soon. Um, but yeah, like as long as it's ever changing, I, I don't have uh, much of an issue either. Um, Newstart. So what do you what do you expect overall for the reworks? Like when it comes out, what do you expect the state of the game to be, and what are you hoping for?
4: I'm pretty much in the same boat as everyone here. A very neutral, just a general. There's going to be a few classes that are going to be really strong. It's just how it's going to be. But as long as most, if not all classes can play viably without too much difficulty in any content, then I'm happy.
1: Yeah. Do do you guys think some of the older new classes should be included or maybe be like partially reworked? Something like Hash or Shy or Guardian?
4: Yeah, um my suggestion for Gun is remove SAFG. There we go. That's for the rework.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you heed for those those couple of I mean times? rework
3: is a big word.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like some, some additional changes or functions. I don't know. Yeah. Tweaks. I mean, sure.
0: Well, Shine needs to be reworked. Let's just get that on the table. I right agree.
4: That At shine... least get rid of the blind spot.
3: Because it's too strong, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah entirely too powerful. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, that should needs to be toned down immediately. But I mean, I'm that, serious, uh, no, it's, like, it's too strong. It it's too it's too one note. It only does one thing, and that one thing it does it's insanely powerful at. And then at literally everything else, it's is, the, it's is that bad? Powerful.
1: Yes. Ah,
0: yeah, I think it is. You can't. Why? Here's the thing: it's fine to have classes that are strong at some things and weak at others. You can't have classes that are insanely powerful, no one can even contest in one thing, and then they literally can't do this other thing.
1: Well, like, what, that's what do you uh, what, what do you think, Eden? Is it's insane at, and why does that justify it shouldn't be good in other areas of the game? For example, PVE, where like when it's solo grinds, it's pretty awful. Yeah, the PV thing is weird because it
3: used to be really strong, right? I'm not sure what happened. Where um, it just became outdated, maybe. me like I honestly don't know if it if it's not uh, like if it's still strong, but people don't play it because you can't hold the spot, maybe.
1: I generally Rock don't know. It used, no, be, the it used to be, used to be, used to be top tier in when Wency Cryo was the number one spot. Right. Yeah, it was good back then, but it was good relative to like what classes were back then. And then every class has been buffed and changed significantly since. And it, mm-hmm. that one hasn't. It had on May twenty-six. It got some buffs, which slightly improved it, but not really. Um, the main right. thing
4: that happened to shy PPE is suck. Strike happened.
5: <laughs> yeah, I guess,
3: and. Like, I, I don't just, uh, I just don't mind having a
1: class that is one dimensional. I don't think it hurts the game. You're saying it out like for, like, you think it if a class is good at large, could you be more specific, I guess? Like, if a class is good at large scale, you're saying it, it shouldn't be good in 1v1, or you're saying it shouldn't be good at 1v1 or PvE? <laughs> the PvE part is, uh, I have a bit of a,
3: um, Terrorist uh, ideology. <laughs> when it comes to PV, like I don't care if a class is good in PV or not, because I, I think the game allows you to um, either tag uh, to to PV or um, or live skill or nuns. There's so many ways of getting money that Damn, like I don't Frost care. You will
0: remember that.
3: <laughs> no, but like if you use an alt to cook, right? Like no one, no one minds if you use an alt to 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 barter. It's normal, but so why is why shouldn't it be normal to use an alt to PV? Which is normal, more normal nowadays with the tagging system.
0: I think well, that I I would understand that argument totally if we had unlimited tags, but we only have one tag, and some people genuinely just want to play multiple classes like for fun. So the fact that the argument is, well, you can use your one tag to not play the class that you enjoy playing, but instead play the tryhard class to make money. I don't
1: know. I, I disagree you know, with that. You don't, need it, to
3: play, you don't need to play the tryhard class to make money. There's so many viable
1: classes. Hold on, in hold, on hold on. That, well, that, that equivalency, gear? though, you, you li- when you're life-skilling, it doesn't matter what character you're on. You're cooking. You're just using the cooking Or tool. you just trigger the entire life-skill community. No. I, if you're <laughs> cooking, if you, you could cook on a Sork the same as you could cook on a Valk. It's a little bit different if you're like, you have weight and inventory and skill points and level on your class and you actually enjoy the combat of that class. Like, I think you should be able to PvE on everything. Like Grinding is a lot, it does, like, it's almost like, uh like, life skilling for the most part. Obviously, gathering, I guess, could be different depending on your mobility. But life skilling is fairly like, agnostic as far as the, your class. It doesn't really matter what you're on. A, a little bit. Depending on bartering,
3: you want, uh, like, Berserker or LAN uh, well, to move on the... It's small it's things. I I was making kind of a, um, you know, doing yeah. an extreme uh, example. What I mean is, like, especially right now, where you can make so much money grinding um, and you can have, like, a decent income uh, overall with enhancing and life-skilling, I don't think it, like... It matters too much if your class isn't top tier in PV. Top a tier class shouldn't I agree. Be, okay, a class shouldn't <laughs> be like Kuno level PV. Okay. That this is another story. Okay, okay. Like I'm not saying um, a class should be like 30, 40 percent worse. Right, okay, you. Gotcha. Some classes are, but if it's not like the best, because yes. obviously there's a lot of sweaty nerds who want to be the you know the one percent of the one percent when it comes to numbers. Right. Um, but you don't you don't need like if you're pulling like thirteen point one in in monastery in, instead of thirteen point zero, you know some people are losing their mind over it. Gotcha. But I don't think it matters.
1: Yeah, or even yeah. twelve. Yeah, no, no, I'm with. Okay, that that makes more sense then because I, there's obviously like classes out there where it's like okay in Secrea X class can pull up to seven point one seven point two, but Y pulls. Four point nine or five point one or five point two or whatever, and like that disparity. I mean, you're bored, you're making like fifty percent more trash every single hour for eternity.
3: That that's where yeah, I you have an issue. You shouldn't it, make it. it yeah, you shouldn't make fifty percent more or less. But there there's no class that makes fifty percent more. There's I guess a few classes
1: that maybe one or two that make a lot less. Well, like then which? the middle, sure. But the disparity between the even like just the A and S classes compared to the bottom two are like, it's so massive that it's like literally you can't, you just can't PV on those classes. It's a total waste of time. And for me, it sucks because I enjoy PVing on Kuno. It's just really, really, really inefficient. So for example, I, I mapped it out, this was a while back, but I grinded out a pen Ogre ring when they were 84 bill um, at Sacrea, ex- almost exclusively, a little bit of Stars End. And in the amount of hours that it took me with how much I make per hour at to grind out that ogre, which was 84 bill, if I was grinding on a suck striker, I would have made around 135 bill. Like that's not okay. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. That difference is like, that's another pen accessory. You know, I don't know. But so, uh, I don't know, Newsar, do you feel like, it, let's say if your are cla- let's say Archer is just absolutely elite in 1v1. It's like BA rats, top tier, competes with the best. And after the reworks come out, let's just hypothetically speaking, it becomes insane. Do you think that that would justify it not being great in large scale? Like it doesn't really do much in node war or vice versa?
4: I, I think there needs to be strengths in both honestly. Like, as long as it's not the worst at one, but it's really good at the other. Obviously, as the kind of player I am, I would heavily favor large-scale performance over 1v1s. But, if it was one extreme or the other, I wouldn't be happy with either. There needs to be some balance.
1: Yeah. I I mean, would you say, like Heaton, would you say it's fair to say, like, like a class shouldn't be good at everything. Like, let's say um if something is good in 1v1 and it's like plays a decent role as flex but it's not like a ball class Mm. is that all right where it still has a role in node war it's not completely useless
3: yeah i think it's fine
5: i don't think every class should be good at everything
1: right do you think wiz do you guys think with the reworks wiz which should be improved in 1v1 like awakening specifically
3: no, fuck wizards and witches. Like, <laughs> like witches, maybe deserve some love, but like wizards have uh, terrorized the game for a year straight. <laughs> like my suggestion was that every person that played succession wizard during the time it was broken should be forced to like stay on wizard and like nerf wizard even more and they suffer. To, like yeah, they pretty much have you know to suffer for their decision, and so. uh <laughs> I think it's fair. Oh my oh
1: god. Man. Man. Yeah. The
6: level of hate,
1: Reslar. Your feelings on that?
0: I feel like that's more hate
1: than
6: I, I have for yeah. Warrior.
1: It is only hate. Just I pure hate. I of-
0: understand. Listen, I rolled suck wizard specifically to become part of the problem and help terrorize ah, people. So that oh, would so change.
3: noble of you! I bet I you use, uh, GD I literally for, for I gathering spent at the I TV. I spent
0: ten dollars of my <laughs> own hard-earned money to <laughs> rename my wizard Nerf Suck Wizard. And I played it for like three weeks, and then it got nerfed. So you're welcome.
4: Wait, you didn't put Felix in your name somewhere? Oh Fuck my god! No. You you need to be the change you want to and see then you're, in the world. You're
0: also welcome by <laughs> the way. Not the problem. Guess who? Guess who? Guess who? Start? Who? Guess who tagged their awakened sage? Spent another ten dollars to rename their sage to nerf awakened sage, and then it got nerfed two weeks later. You're welcome.
1: Oh yeah. Wait, Hayden's not happy about that. He was on that class, dude. Oh, no, I wanted Sage to be nerfed. Uh, it was too much,
3: too overtuned. But like that's what they like. That's what they said earlier. Like the biggest problem with the um, Sage and Nova was that they were way too strong compared to the rest of the classes. Like the S tier classes were significantly stronger than the A tier classes. There wasn't like a a prog- um, steady progression. You know, B tier, A tier, S tier. It was like A tier and S plus 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 with Nova and Sage. Which forced me—I'm I'm not going to say forced me. It didn't force me, but I felt like I needed to tag Sage to stay uh, sane because I was—I was losing it. You know, it was uh, Sage and were just completely shitting on everything, every other class,
7: and it just didn't feel fun playing video. If you didn't yeah. play these two classes, Are and you- with Succession Wizard
3: being broken for an entire year, I. We didn't know if we were going to have an an entire year of of Nova Sage domination,
1: right?
0: Yeah, <clears throat> hopefully we never go through that again.
1: Illyrian Chad, right. He plays witch. He says that he wishes for people like Heden there was a a uh, uh, like a blacklist that you could put them on so they don't get heals ever when they cast oh, their heels. First <laughs> of all, I,
3: I frame all the heals, Don't worry. Second of all, <laughs> I did say that, that uh, witches uh, deserve love. Like I say that they don't. Yeah see oh, which, uh, a little bit like uh, which has been a like a worse wizard for a long long time
0: incorrect how quickly people forget
3: it was, all it takes no, it is was... a
0: year all it takes is a year of suck wizard stockholm syndrome and people out of how five years out, is out of five that years which was before
3: Nah, it wasn't that that much back there it was just wizard players being garbage Right. <laughs> that's, that's just facts Yeah. Every first of all, like wizard, it's let's uh, you know the, address the elephant in the room. Like it's like guardian. Like ninety percent of the player, but ninety is even generous. Like ninety nine are just completely terrible at the game, and they play the class because it allows them to do somewhat decent while being terrible at the game. So you never see those classes properly shine.
7: So yeah, wizard players are better. That's all I'm saying. I mean i think caster players in general are bad but
2: are you, like, i hard
0: disagree with the idea that which has just like always been worse than wizard that is that out is of just five, propaganda of,
3: since
1: release I, most of the time wizard was better
0: uh, i don't know about that one brother
1: well in the pre-awakened days they were identical right did they have any differences? they were
0: identical in the pre-awakened days and then awakenings came out i think before the CC changes, I think Wizard was probably better. But that. post-CC changes, I think Witch was better for the longest time. And then they buffed Witch even more with all the Voltaic bullshit changes. And then yeah. Suck Wizard came out. And then Suck Wizard was the most insane thing any this game's ever seen well, actually, in all the years. You,
1: you skipped a step. Suck Wizard came out and Witch was still better. And then they buffed all the damage on Suck Wizard. Remember, because the damage was different on the witch skills at first on global labs. Yeah, yeah, it's a
4: really long April Fool's joke.
1: (laughs) It was it was super crazy.
0: Um, listen, all I'm saying is, whenever they sped up Voltaic Pulse, I had witches in my own guild arguing with me that it was a fucking nerf, and now I don't believe that uh witches deserve rights. So
1: that's all (laughs) I'm saying. Heaton, do you know where in siege, right now?
3: Um, since war disbanded, I haven't. Okay. Because um, I created my own guild and I'm going really slow with the recruitment. Okay. But we are looking for. We are, we will approach uh, like a siege soon with the Lan Lions. Have you? But before that, just for context for the NA players, um, I've been in the strongest network guild uh, for you know, for a few years.
1: Oh, okay, so you didn't okay got it do you have um have you been mur- i don't know are you gm of your guild or do you have a i am okay. yeah i'm a GM. so, so I'm you can't ah that sucks um new start how, how is uh do you know door and siege
4: yeah i was primarily node war for a very long time but now that uh they've decided to give fat stacks of cash to siege winners i'm mm-hmm. chilling in siege guilds well <laughs>
1: So, so how
5: about
4: siege?
1: How does Archer feel <laughs> um, in the capped siege? I kind of wanted to ask you that specifically. Currently,
4: all right. This is a loaded. This is a loaded answer. Okay. Uh, but with, I'm not sure if it's just my computer being shit at times, and a combination of my high ass ping. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like I'm struggling a little bit more than I should.
1: <laughs> okay.
4: On siege capped. However. Archer on cap siege still very viable. Okay. Ever seen Everseen showed Shouju? Work of art. Literally went 115-0 in Valencia cap on Archer.
1: Interesting. Like interesting.
4: A week and a half ago, or two weeks ago.
1: Yeah. Does it? But, I mean, um, it, it needs to play with other people though, right? Like as far as to secure yes. kills. Oh
4: yes, yes. It's it's a lot of uh, peeling for teammates, playing around the outside, quick engage, uh, quick disengage and yeah. um yeah no that's pretty much it playing around people
1: i think one of the things a lot of people struggle with when you're used to t2 node wars t3 t4 and old sieges that are uncapped where everyone does die in anywhere from two to four abilities like pretty quick um a lot of people go to cap siege and just immediately feels like ah, i do no damage my class sucks in cap siege but not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you definitely have to play way more with people yes than by yes. yourself like
4: it's uh Securing the kills. It's, yeah. Let's just say that's the best way to put it. As an archer in Cap Siege, you are the kill securer.
1: S- KS dealing. Yes, S is the, <laughs> the abbreviation. there KS? But it's the
4: same abbreviation. Yeah. yeah securing.
1: Yeah. I don't know if that's the word. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Because so I wanted to ask you, Eden, because my, my uh, the friends I I know that play Sork. Um, some of them been, some of them have been complaining about how Sork feels in Cap Siege, but the in our last siege we had a uh we were in there for two and a half hours and rank two and three were both sorks so i'm like i i'm like can't tell if sork is decent or if it feels bad in in siege
3: hmm. i mean i can provide insight in the sense that i haven't played sork in siege in pretty much since uh start of the of, of january but um one thing i can say is uh That the KDA is not necessarily a good representation of either the strength of the class or it's not a good
5: What if your KDA
1: is like on average 20 to 1 or 18 to 1 for like 10 straight weeks? Then does it start, the pattern start being like, okay, maybe it is good? Or you still think it doesn't really give much insight? It, it's uh, it's I don't think it's that
3: simple because uh, I'm not trying to av- advocate saying Sark isn't strong in Siege because, as I said, I haven't played it in so long that I, I genuinely don't know, mm-hmm. and I also don't care about Siege, like, I don't think Siege is, is that interesting as a, as a content. And <laughs> um, what I think is if it's good KDA, like, is it still fun? Like, right. it, does yeah. it matter if your KDA is good if you are doing something incredibly boring or one-dimensional or using the same skill over and over because maybe like you're fragging a lot but maybe you're just you're doing the same two shit you know for for four hours you're using the same two skills for four hours and that's incredibly boring yeah so classes course. have uh, a lot more freedom in in Siege
1: well that that's I mean that's a good point because that's kind of what Ni- like Naish and the, the Maywas like go through with PVE whereas like Their PVE actually for a while now has been pretty decent. Um, But they have to spam the one ability. So it's like miserable. It feels really, really boring and uninteresting. Um, And it doesn't look cool. It looks like they're shoveling. Like it looks like they're working in a prison yard. We are literally
6: shoveling in the desert.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they look like they're working in a prison yard when they grind.
6: I I am getting those hearts and shards, baby.
1: But then some people like Reslar is okay with just spinning, you know? Oh, yeah. Dude, well, yeah, he can, can run get up go. and go
6: fucking get a coffee. I have to sit there and keep shoveling, you know, like.
3: <laughs> Personally, <laughs> yeah, I, feel like I think it should if, be I, easy.
6: If if I could just set it on autopilot shovel, you know. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We, we I can think that's the main here.
0: difference, right? If I had to, like, manually spin my mouse around in circles to continue spinning, I also would probably find that a pain in the ass.
1: <laughs> you spin, you do more dps if you're spinning your mouse around <laughs> i'm into that dude
6: i could see it well, luckily facts. for me i just Ten press one of.
0: button and then i can go use the bathroom or take a bite of my sandwich or something <laughs> i will i will that say this i will say nah, this Zerker though sucks, Zerker.
6: E- even with it being like uninteresting and whatnot we make pretty good money doing it that way so it's like I, I when i was grinding heavily um i was kind of getting to the point where i was like eh, it doesn't matter that much like at the end of the day grinding is just fucking boring as
0: as it is so it doesn't really matter but yeah i mean no one actually likes grinding so
1: heden i'm not going to get into this heden <laughs> you were about to say something that i agree with your point i i talked to armin about this a little bit ninja i think is a really good example where they have you can grind on awakening and it's pretty chill or you can grind on suck and it's really sweaty i think having that option on one single class is actually kind of cool um but i do agree for the most part like grinding shouldn't be like my hands hurt after a loot scroll
3: yeah let's let's be real like video um, pv isn't challenging there's no challenging Just getting gear, or the 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 hardest thing about playing video is not quitting. (laughs) That's uh, (laughs) That's like how many people? uh, uh, How many people (laughs) haven't actually quit the game like at least once? Like they're good. uh, That makes them good. So um, I I think gatekeeping PV between behind you know high APM is just uh, unnecessary because I see PV as a mean to an end, not as a content in. In the game like it's something yeah. nice it can be relaxing it can yeah. be something chill to do with friends when you don't want to pvp yeah but, i
6: i agree with that sentiment
3: it's but just- then again like uh, this is what uh <laughs> i don't know I, I feel bad for saying this because i know a lot of people play this game without ever pvping and it generally cannot relate um because i i don't see pv as as something i would like pv makes sense with context right you're hitting mobs, and you're getting stronger to fight in PvP. But like grinding to grind, I, I don't get it. I, I don't know yeah. how people
1: well do it. yeah. That, I
0: mean, you'd have to be a psychopath to want to just grind for no reason because you know you find it fun or something.
1: Well, you like the you like the income and watching the progression. Uh, I I also I agree with you, heden Like it feels like if you PvP, it feels like there's more of a point. But there was also like a large community before Manos was a thing. That were life skilling full time and upgrading their gear when they don't PVE or PvP just because that was the only form of progress. Yeah, that's that the same had. thing. Though. It's like a trophy. Like,
3: uh, I don't understand why. Yeah, because it's not challenging. Because if you're talking a game that has raids, I mean, now you have you have the dungeon, I guess. Um, so maybe it will make sense after we have all the dungeons. But like, even the hardest PVE spot, like, like. Um, you could make an argument for Oluns that is it requires a little bit of skill. Uh, you need to be awake <laughs> that's <laughs> a, a skill <laughs> you need to look at the monitor. I mean yeah, you're laughing, but that's true. like it the is. difference between grinding um, uh, any other grind spot and Oluns is that you have to look at the monitor like that's the only difference. I can like by when you stream, you get really used to not look at your monitor. Yeah. Uh, especially if you grind like it's it's so you can grind almost every spot in the game if not every spot in the game and the only thing keeping you from maybe grinding a difficult uh a harder spot is not because it's hard but because it requires more gear yeah,
6: yeah i mean i i agree with you i mean like you're, you're supposed to be playing the game but yeah you're sitting there watching netflix while you're
7: you know gearing up essentially
3: i like life skilling um yeah. Like, I do bartering, and I do it because it gets me money to, to increase my gear for a PvP. I could never see myself... Like, maybe you, you life skill to get more life skill gear so you can make more money to then PvP. I don't see, I, I don't see this game... I don't see how people like this game without the PvP. But I don't want to gatekeep. Like, maybe you know if someone likes it, uh, who am I to, to judge? I don't want to be a gatekeeping asshole. If, if more people enjoy video, that's better for everyone, right?
1: I uh I don't want to keep Nusar too much longer because I believe it's 5 a.m. where he's at.
4: 5:20 baby. 5:20.
1: So I, I want to get him Jeez. out of here, but I I just want to get your guys' opinion on this because the gatekeeping word kind of reminded me of a discussion that was going on this week because of the potential pen armor or armors. We don't know for sure that's coming on the 29th that they're supposed to announce how to get it, and then we've gotten like the the pen kaposha necklace, and they give us the the. Ring of Crest and Guardian that if you do the daily for you get. So I wanted to get your guys opinions uh, kind of one by one starting with Nusar. Um, how do you guys feel about that stuff that they're using as sort of like a catch up mechanic or uh, to make things a little bit easier like the enhancement rates on Tuvala is another good example. Um, do you guys feel like that devalues a little bit of the work that you did? Do you feel like that needs to be in the game or, or what are your thoughts on that kind of stuff?
4: I'm in favor of these catch up mechanics but there is a line that i personally draw and i'm sure there's a line that everyone draws at different points for where they feel that um gear the game's giving to these players is undeserved or they didn't have to work for and they should um i was completely fine with kaposha uh up until the neck i thought the neck was dumb honestly especially with how it affects the market the belt was kind of like the last one for me but with the um the pen ring, I, I like it personally since I'm 0-16 on Pen And <laughs> it helps me out directly. But um I think the the crescent's a good thing. The two stuff, I haven't looked too much into the increased rates for a pen a pen pen. But uh that's my sense on the other ones. I, I think catch up mechanics are good, but I still feel like it's the Kaposha neck was a bit too free, considering it was two seconds of pressing r on fuga for what is essentially a ted ogre ring
1: yeah what about the uh potential upcoming armor
4: uh please remind me what what the armor um, thing is again. So I'm getting delirious. <laughs> when uh I don't think we know, right?
1: Yeah, we don't know exactly how you're gonna get it, but right now it's like the community's kinda like oh, arguing yeah. with each other on on what's gonna happen. Some people think it's gonna be a free pen armor, some people think it's gonna be a free set of pen armor, some people think you're gonna have to do dailies, similar to the the ring. Um mm-hmm. let, let's just yep. say to me what makes sense what they'll probably do is let let's say there's some daily and you have to do like 30 to 60 days of dailies invest a little bit of silver and then it guarantees you one of your two ball mm-hmm. pieces become a pen armor are you okay with something mm-hmm. like that or is that I'm okay with line? something like that okay
4: as long as it's like once per season at like at, at most kind of thing like i don't even know if i'd allow that happening or well, i'd personally like that happening um, multiple times you know, consistently. I'm fine with something like that where they actually have to, like, there is some work and it just costs a bit cheaper with a bit more time investment than an actual pen armor, but I don't want that repeatable, personally. Like, I think it's good to get people off the ground in the current state, but then I would uh, suggest that they wait a good amount of time before, you know, gear goes up a little bit more, you know, like the soft cap goes up a little bit more to
1: allow the second one, you know? Keaton, your thoughts on the catch-up mechanics that they've been adding? Ooh, I have some pretty strong opinions.
3: Um, mm-hmm. I, I think like, it's for, for whatever reason that the, the BDO player base is some of the most uh, like weirdest gatekeeping where people feel like grinding, like pressing three buttons uh, in, in a circle for like 6,000 hours equals uh, skill. And it's like, oh, I deserve this. Um, Like no one deserves their gear. (laughs) You either got it because you were RNG carried, or because uh, you just grinded uh, like a mindless uh, slave. Like gear in this game isn't hard to get. It's just a time sink or a luck sink. So I I find it so weird that people find entitlement and uh, they feel the need that to to gatekeep progression from new players. If there's no like if uh, if there's no Way for new players to reach uh, a playable level. Like this game is not gonna get any new players, not gonna get growth, and it's gonna die slowly, <laughs> slowly die. So it's. Uh, I think it's good. The more new players get to enjoy the game, the, the better it is.
1: Someone says they feel like you don't like the game, Hidden. I love the game. I've been I've been playing this game almost every day since release. I don't like the players. <laughs> 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 like, oh my god uh
7: fair fair very fair
1: yeah Nayashi and are your guys thoughts on the catch-up stuff that's been coming out uh not,
7: honestly not, i think it's solid i, I think and
1: it's can't hate it because after he plays new world for a while he's gonna need the catch-up mechanics
6: <laughs> probably
7: yeah and i mean i, I already have all my
6: pen gear so... i just don't have pen
7: uh, neck,
1: uh, accessories at this point. Yeah. So, I have a
0: less gear than a child character now, so uh, my opinion is kind of irrelevant.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, personally, I experienced this game when I was a neat. I, you know, I wasn't working. I didn't have any responsibilities. I wasn't doing anything. I was grinding uh, 12 hours a day. And I was insanely geared, and it wasn't fulfilling. Like getting geared because you have more time than other people isn't something you should be even proud of. Like, if anything, it's it's a badge of shame (laughs) Uh, when you realize how important time is, and you know how much of a waste is doing meaningless, uh, repetitive tasks. Like now that uh, obviously it's. uh, five six years almost, you know. Life changes a lot. Uh, i went from my early twenties to my uh mid to late twenties. And I don't wanna spend ten hours a day grinding. Like I don't want anyone to spend ten hours a day grinding. I don't think uh that should be a gatekeep for gear. And yeah. The more people get gear, the more I get to enjoy PvP with people.
1: Honestly, if it's like like so when when I first started and when a lot of us first started, I remember it took me about a year, probably from the beginning of 2017 to um, right around when Mystic came out, maybe around 2018 at, to get, I was 220 AP and to, like 91 DP or something like that. And like, if that still took a year today, there's like no point you're just never gonna going to be, be able to participate you, that doesn't even get you to like the caps anymore
2: mm-hmm.
1: so for me I, like i so far i haven't really been bothered at all by any of the catch up mechanics i also think it's good to get new players into the game keeps the game fresh keeps new players coming in and out it also helps players that quit for a long time um that did put time in back in the day but their gear's outdated helps them come back like i know just someone personally recently that they quit for two years, and it's crazy. You kind of forget, but he was, like, super geared back then, and now it actually makes sense for him to just play on Seasons. Um, mm-hmm. And I also think it helps for the PvP stuff, just getting people into Node Wars and Siege and having a bigger community there as well. So overall, I, I think it's good. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I totally see, like, New Star's point, there's a line, and then there's, like, a more extreme people that have more extreme feelings on it, where they just don't think any of it is fair, it's all bullshit, and that none of it should be in the game, they should have to work for it, but I, I think there's a line, it just, to me, they really haven't crossed it for how long the game has been out, and how different the game is now, I, I think it's been pretty okay.
3: Yeah, but I understand that, but I also think that, you know, you should work for, uh, you know, your progression is is a big KW W, as... I have been extremely RNG carried and I've been also insanely uh unlucky like it took me 316 stones to get my dual falling god like I'm I'm pretty sure I am the, still the the holder of the world record for the most amount of stones used for a dual falling god or you know <laughs> b- back then uh, it took me 300 hours to get the Cactum piece um it used to be insane now there's people with more hours than me without <laughs> potion pieces I, I don't think that you are like, are you better at the game because you like you got the uh, stuff? Uh, you know, like with average or slightly bad luck or slightly good luck. It's uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's much merit in, in gear as it currently is in video.
5: Right. Yeah. True. Also, they're not giving away
3: real endgame stuff. Like pen, pen, uh, pen crescent isn't even endgame. You could
1: these argue. days, yeah. I'm sitting here working on replacing that free ring for a pen eye. So I can actually have okay, that game. I'm personally you
4: know? very offended. <laughs> 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 like even <Well.
1: laughs> even if they give away like even if they give away
3: a pen armor, like if they give a pen armor for free, um like you still have like even C9 isn't isn't good anymore. Like you have so many billions uh, of capras that you still have to add on top of it and pen armors are, are so easy to get that people are making them for profit I don't
1: know I wish someone would tell that to Reslar so he can roll off these tet black star armors he's wearing
0: I don't have <laughs> them anymore none of them? no
1: I'm actually so proud I didn't know that two weeks I has abso- passed
0: I absolutely annihilated my DP to gain like two or three brackets of AP
1: so what is your do you just have tet gear now?
0: Uh, I have uh, so I got Dead God. That's okay. also a new development. Right, right. Uh, it's only at Pry right now because I'm out of stones. I gotta get more. Um, but then I have uh, pin bags. But then yeah, I have a Tet Griffin and uh,
2: Tet Muskins.
1: Okay, that's interesting. So I, I've been recommending to Reslar for the last six months to switch to pen armor so he could cap up, and he, he did finally switch, but he went down to Tet. Boss armors. That's nice.
0: Um Listen, I gained like two brackets of AP. All right, I do a uh, lot of damage now. You know,
4: instructions were clear. So, you
1: know, new star. What about the the pot pieces? Them adding the pity pieces. Does that? Are you okay? I with like that. that. Okay.
4: I'm I'm very in. I I encourage the pity. Like I didn't struggle too much with the infinite like the infinite HP potion, but I don't think that's something people should have to struggle for. Now the um, the potion weight reduction—that should have been a thing before the potion. Because the only reason I went for the infinite potion was because I wanted more potions to grind stars end. I wasn't even able to grind stars end when the infinite potion came out. the uh, potions came out, so that's the reason I got it. I'm I'm in favor of this pity system. I love it. It's great. It's going to help me with the mana pot if I ever want to do that. Um, it's just gear is where I'm. I've got a right, line. Right. That's just personal vendetta because I'm I consider myself pretty unlucky gear wise with enhancing.
3: As I mentioned, spent 300 hours on cactum piece. I yeah. don't think anyone should be going through Yeah, exactly. Uh, just, there's no reason. And yeah, I'm
1: currently grinding a actually.
5: Yeah.
1: yeah, for that uh, 100 uh, pieces. How many do you have? How many do you get an hour there? 44.
3: Um. I don't obsess too much over it. Two to three, maybe, okay. after the
0: event. Yeah, that's what I've been getting at Ross is around two to three.
1: So, I wasted three... about two and a half to three hours at Shuriken's to get my piece. No one should have to do that, because Shuriken's sucks. So... <laughs> it should be zero hours there. Um, Alright, I think, I think that that's it. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a bunch more changes. We're going to have to see what the new skill is. And uh, I'll ask you once we see the new skill hidden. I'll, I'll ask you what uh, your opinions are on that, um, so mm-hmm. I can talk about it on the on the show as well, so people get an update on that. But um, there are going to be a lot of changes. Like the second week of Ranger and Warrior actually had a pretty big list of changes still. So I wouldn't be surprised if Sork and Archer get a lot of stuff. Um, but really I don't know. interested because
3: uh, uh, is is Sork the the most represented class in terms of content creators is
1: it, oh that's maybe? a good question um in terms of like row numbers and you know what's funny is there's an there's, odd, there's quite a few on korea as well this of, oh yeah not counting korea but at least like nau there's an oddly high number of zerkers i feel like too randomly even though it's there's not that yeah. many zerker players mm-hmm. um i don't know if sork might be um because I, I do
3: think, uh, as much as people, you know, probably hate the idea, but I do think they they listen quite a bit to content creators. Um, maybe they don't necessarily, you know, they they don't just do what they, you know, what they get asked for by content creators. But I do think having a big voice um, helps a lot uh, to
1: filter uh, filter through the the feedback. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I don't know. I, I'm One of the things I, I was really scared of with the Ranger thing, like I was saying, is them not getting that super armor back. And they actually did. And it's very rare for them to revert changes immediately. Like, usually they'll make a change, like, I don't know, alert stance, where it doesn't get reverted or changed back a little bit for, like, months and months. So that was actually really encouraging. For me, for the classes that I play, I, I cannot wait to see what the other classes are going to get.
4: Just a quick note to add to that. Actually, there was a something they screwed up with Archer in a recent patch. You know where they fix, quote unquote, fixed the um, the movement thing where classes would do that little that little skip when you <laughs> stop moving. Are mm-hmm. uh, they actually mess like completely screwed up um, Archer skating with that patch?
1: Yeah, I remember. And, uh, I remember they messed up Hash in the via same patch.
4: via the God himself, Armin. Uh, they reverted that like within the next patch, which was great, or at least fixed it. So that that was a that was a moment that like I'm like, wow, they, you know, they're actually gonna li- they're actually listening now. This is actually amazing.
1: Yeah, the hash tab cancel thing like that was similar too. It was like um, it was a weird bug where you could do the ha- the tab cancel to go into Halliday uh, assault and then all of a sudden you couldn't iframe anymore, even though it was off cooldown. It would like stop, it would like lock your iframe for like 10 seconds. It was like super weird. Um, yeah, those changes are cool. It's cool seeing them revert and fix stuff like kinda quickly. Now, they did, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be grateful, but they finally added in this patch on this Global Labs a sound effect for Kuno's new skill, which is cool, but it has been out for six months. So I don't know why we didn't have a sound effect for six months. So some stuff still takes them a long time. But I am they, happy that we got them.
4: Have they lowered Mystic's sound effect volume yet?
1: I don't think so. No, I think oh, Mystic's are great. still screaming.
4: <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I feel like an archer shouldn't be talking about anyone screaming. Don't they still do that thing where they just start the like yelling randomly? The spam! Yes,
1: sir!
4: <laughs> yes, sir!
1: Yeah. Um... Anyway, so we are going to head over to... We don't really have... There's not really too much other stuff that happened. Like, we got this whale rework. I don't know. and you go on the water. Is this whale thing going to be cool? These new whale mobs? Honestly, like, I was thinking about it earlier. Like,
3: I realized that there's more to the patch than the Sork. (laughs) And I was like, I'll eventually read it. I, I generally don't know. I haven't read anything.
1: Yeah, and they nerfed the AFK farming on classes with pets, where if you don't, if your character doesn't do anything for like a full minute, then your pets will stop doing anything as well. It's interesting to bring back Marie Cave. Um, yeah, but dude, uh, Heaton and Nusar, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you very, very much. Appreciate your opinion and sharing all your thoughts and testing everything out. I do want to, and I told the other uh, guest that we had before. I don't know, maybe it'll be unrealistic, but we'll see. Uh, but I would love after everything is completely out and on live server to maybe get um you guys back on to to talk about it. I think it would be kind of cool to see yeah, I'd love the to. differences from then yeah. till
0: I have an idea. That'd be good. What's your idea? i I'd, well I'm not gonna talk about it now, it's a surprise.
1: Perfect. That's good. Good that you <laughs> mentioned it. Um yeah, so thank you guys so much for coming on, appreciate it. Um Again, you guys are totally welcome to stay for the comments. I know Nusar, you're kind of late. We're going to read the comments from the striker one last week, but um, starting with you, Nusar. I know a lot of people are asking if you could stream. I think you did stream a few times. I remember watching you Node War and RBF. Um, yeah, do you stream? I,
4: did. I back in the back when I was still doing T230 Mens and my uh, PC could handle it. <laughs> I was streaming. Okay. Um, like twice a week, but I'm not streaming at the moment. Um, I am going to be doing a lot of in the future with this rework a lot of like videos on my youtube channel and stuff perfect in the future
1: what is that youtube channel and and your Primary. your twitch channel if you could share it
4: i'll i'll link it in the in the in the group in discord because okay. it doesn't come up if you just type it
1: okay
7: and my uh, twitch
4: is in the about section of that it's a bit of a mouthful
1: all right twitch is in the about section of that what is this you don't Thank go you by newsar on youtube
4: um, I go by Uh Nusan and Ika, depending. Like friends call me Ika, and um, Nusa is just my in-game name. So it's like it's I don't I don't mind, which is which.
1: All right. Yeah. Thanks again so much for coming on, man. You were awesome. Yeah, as thanks always. for having me. Um, sorry, yeah, sorry again. We kept you on so late.
4: That's <laughs> all right. That's all right.
1: Uh, Heaton, where can people find oh. you? What's your YouTube channel and your Twitch? They know where to find me. <laughs> Do they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. As, yeah, tw- uh, twitch.tv slash Asmongold if uh, he ever talks about Heaton again. Wait, uh, I've heard this before. I don't know if there's a rumor or not, but people say that you are, I don't know if there's a top secret or not, so feel free to share it. <laughs> do, you, do you edit Lazy Peon's videos?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's in the description, so it's okay. not much of a secret. Um,
1: well, the word is out. Secret's the out.
3: Main editor of the channel.
1: That's cool, man. That's actually like really cool um i assume you knew him back in the days when he played video that's how we met, met. okay
3: <laughs> that's how we met i was uh streaming video and he was also in the eu community um and it's it's kind of a long story but um he told he asked me you know just want to come uh, to the netherlands and uh train <laughs> with me to be an editor I nice. said yes Fuck.
1: it. very cool that is really cool um yeah, like uh, like I said, you're you're totally welcome to stick around for the comments. We'd actually love to have you if you're not doing anything else. Um, otherwise, you are yeah, you're free to bounce. Is thought um, that was just like
6: a random
0: comment. I don't even know that was a thing. I like how you're like releasing him from class or something.
2: You, <laughs> otherwise, you're, you're uh, dismissed.
3: You're <laughs> it, is the comments about the strikers? It,
1: it, some of them will be yes. I don't want to associate with striker players. Ah. Oof. <laughs> Damn. Oof. Oh, actually, I, I wish I asked Nusser this, but he, it was super late for him. But are, are there any other games? I know there's a bunch of MMOs and a lot of people feel like Pearl Abyss is making a lot of the changes that they're making because of the, some of the new MMOs coming out. <laughs> are there any other yeah. games you're thinking about trying out? Any other MMOs that have your it's interest?
3: It's funny, like uh, the comment earlier saying I don't like video. Like, I love video. Uh, whenever a new game comes out, uh, um, it never interests me. Because uh, I'm just too... To take in with, with video and creating content for video and just doing things in video, like now that I'm also a guild leader, there's so much to do. Um, yeah. The answer is not TLDR. I do like uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a tangent. I like card games, I like Magic the Gathering, quite a okay. lot. Okay.
5: But it's, yeah. same. I just started video getting games.
3: Into arenas. Uh, oh, Pug. the video games. Uh, I like single player games. Um, or playing, like, multiplayer stuff with friends. But I just play video mostly. Yeah.
0: So you're not down for the 17th release of Bless Online.
3: And ironically, so, uh, co- like, connecting to the um, Lazy guess, part of my life, I do get to see a lot of games. Because um, I, you know, every single day I edit about, uh, for, for <laughs> eight hours, uh, gaming footage of new MMOs, because it does reviews of RPGs and MMORPGs. So I do, do get to see a lot of games. Um, and Bless Unleashed was actually not bad.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Actually not bad. But I'm wondering if it wasn't bad because our expectations were so, so, so low. <laughs> 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 that's that's a be. real question. Or yeah, if yeah, it was maybe, actually maybe. good. But it, the graphics even looked kind of nice. Like I was like, wait, this looks kind of cool um yeah <laughs> no no new world though i know new world's like everyone's hyped for new it world. looks
3: it looks like a 2011 game how are people hyped i don't want to be toxic but now, actually how are you are hyped? Yeah, that nice. she, why, how are
0: you i mean how are you hyped I mean, for this so, 2011 game is it like I guess,
1: Minecraft? i guess
6: no 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 <laughs> it, it, i guess the way to, to describe why i'm pretty hyped about it is the it brings back some of the old um aspects of like being able to be in an MMO and actually have a lot of social elements involved the pvp is actually pretty good um a lot of people look at it they think it's slow or whatever it's not actually and you're is, actually in it, it you'll it's not okay. as well, slow I as mean, they think
1: but it is slow <laughs> i
6: mean you asked for my opinion so. okay
1: all right go ahead yeah, i'm yeah. sorry <laughs>
6: But uh, it's not as slow as people think. You have a lot of aspects that are um, very interesting about it. Like, you know, you got the Dark Souls style combats, you know, your light heavy, the dodge roll, but then you also have your skills that you can weave in. Um, you have, uh, like, all the typical dungeons that you would typically want from, like, you know, any standard MMO, not BDO, obviously. BDO's only recently got involved, but we don't have, like, the Trinity-type um uh aspect in video. Um I don't know there's just all there's the social elements, the the voice activation is pretty interesting. And that fine. is interesting. That would not um,
1: work in BDO. This- <laughs> no, it would not I no. would not work. Could you, imagine? In BDO, dude.
6: <laughs> Could you imagine like you're just sitting there grinding, someone just voices
0: right next to you. Uh spot
2: Dual for
6: spot. Duel
0: for spot. Every streamer, every streamer would have to be permanently deafened. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent.
6: So I mean, there's,
0: there's, <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah, he'd have to mute himself from there. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's, I understand where some people might not be as interested. I think that actually the graphics actually isn't too bad. Um, now compared to say some of the like uh Lost Ark actually has but that's a totally different type of game, you know. Um but the the sound effects in New World are just awesome. Um top notch. I don't think there's a another MMO out there that has the kind of sound effects that this game has. Um the gathering is really it, it's it reminds me a lot of Albion Online, uh with how some of the features of it are with the gathering the crafting even some of the pvp kind of reminds me some of how albion was um but uh it feels Is more that a positive thing i yeah yeah <laughs> in a positive way yes not not in the negative aspects um so it's really nice and easy to get into and it's, i don't know it's it doesn't feel annoying yet so uh... I, I guess i need more time to feel that way about it but
1: as far as the graphics, for me, I actually do think the graphics look really good on the atmosphere and like the costume design and the architecture and stuff in the game. It's just the skill animations look really horrible to me. Yeah,
6: but- I will admit the skill animations n- aren't necessarily the the most flattering for yeah. sure. Um, but I- I'd say the environment itself, it definitely lets you feel like you're, you're in the world. I think that's one of the main things.
1: I also love that it's perfectly balanced.
6: Well, I mean, (laughs) it's actually not as bad as what some might make it out. Like, a lot of people are complaining, for example, about Great Axe and whatnot, um, which it is strong, but it's not to the point where you can't deal with it um, at all with any sort of uh, weapon. And because you have two weapons at all times, you definitely can build towards a certain way if you want to deal with uh, you know, what kind of a setup that counters that kind of playstyle? You can, you know.
3: um I have a hard yeah. hitting question for you. All right. Would you be invested in New World if you're and videos and shit?
7: That's a that's a legitimate <laughs> question. That I, it's really hard for
6: me to say because honestly, I just haven't been having fun in the game for so long. So long. Um, because the PvP is the main thing I focus on and with it being so skewed towards, you know, certain classes or mechanics, it just hasn't been fun. I don't know. It like I started getting back into large scale. Um I joined Noto and you know, the large scale was fun, but but at at the end of the day, all I'm doing is like uh what what was the the politically correct way that um he said earlier he was securing kills or something like that. Oh yeah. You're a when all you're doing is really just chaosing, honestly, you're just going in applying damage when you see an opportunity and just chaosing people. So, um, I, I don't know. It just, it could be very fair to say that it could be just because my class isn't very good right now and it's not fun. Um, and it makes it makes the game not fun. It makes it not worth it to grind and progress because I don't want to have I don't want to have to play the meta game. Why should I have to play the meta game? Um, I know you said that earlier. Like you could just grind on whatever you want, but I, I think that's I don't like that argument. And then on top of that, when it comes to PvP, everyone just swaps to the meta class, and it's just like okay.
3: But if you don't it's play just, what's, what's meta, fun. you should be um prepared to place something that is not as strong right that comes with the package of playing off meta in yeah in but the disparity
6: just, yeah. i think is where the, the the issue is like it's it wouldn't be so bad if yeah sure these other classes might be stronger but it's like i can handle it with you know maybe outplaying um, maybe not necessarily against um you know a top tier player it, the disparity would obviously be exposed but when you just can just roll onto a class day one through the first week, you know, and that, that's all you need. And you're already good enough to just <laughs> with all the damage and protections and stuff that you have in a new class. And it's just immediately better. I think that's not right. It shouldn't be that way. And a game like new world, for example, and at least in its current state, obviously it hasn't live released yet, but, um, you know Frosty's mentioned the the whole balance thing that's far better in New World or any other game for that matter, probably in comparison to how BDO's balance is right now. So I don't know. It's how just it hasn't been fun.
0: As as someone as someone who is not aboard the hype train for New World, but is planning on playing it, I, I have actually pre-ordered it. Uh it's just nice to have something else to spend a little bit of time on, you know?
7: There could be a lot and of it, too. It's
0: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I do not think for a second that New World is going to replace BDO for me personally. That, not saying that it can't replace BDO for other people, but for me personally, it's it's just not going to. But, like, I feel like everybody needs some other game that, like, they can go spend a little bit of time on whenever they're just not feeling like playing BDO that day. You know, whether it's like League of Legends or like some people play other MMOs. I don't know how they do that, but they do. Uh, some people play dog shit gotcha games. Like, I don't know. I feel like everybody needs that little something where they could just take a small break from
6: yeah uh, BDO, it, you know? And to tie into that, it, I think BDO is becoming more... And, and it has felt this way for a while, but, you know, when you add in like these dailies and whatnot to get the uh, free pen accessory which is a good mechanic mind you um i don't know it's starting to it's starting to like lean more towards being a chore like all right i need to grind at least an hour you know try to get as much as i can like four hours to get a bill a day you know and you know do my daily and oh we got to prep for node war it just feels like a chore it's not it doesn't feel as fun anymore and with New World, it'll be obviously a new game. There's probably going to be mechanics in there towards the late game that are going to feel like chores as well. But it's something new for the moment. So it could just very well be that it's a new game. You know, it's something new to focus on rather than the same old, same old. So,
1: um, Nusar said in chat a little bit earlier uh, that he actually spends a lot of time playing uh, Final Fantasy 14.
7: Yeah.
0: So how do people play other MMOs as like a secondary game? I personally can't.
6: I personally can't. That's so crazy to me. I hard dedicate my time to one game, pretty much.
1: All right, let's uh let's get to the comments. I actually want I would love Heaton if you could answer this first one. This one's good. Because it sounded like you might have had an opinion on this. Um Wizardy one 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 says do you think PA are finally doing all these reworks because they feel threatened of Amazon's New World MMO that's coming out this month? <laughs> I
3: don't think they feel threatened. I just think it's some like strategy. <laughs> They've been doing this since, uh, since forever. Yeah. It's not new. Uh, when a new game comes out, they... Um, Introduce they release, uh, naval combat that... They, there is like they they released the like the massive uh, uh, ocean patch uh, when Arkage Unleashed came out. You know yep. the, the big naval game. It's not a coincidence. It's like oh whoops, <laughs> releasing uh, naval content. Yep. Uh, they obviously planned this stuff like uh, ahead, and it's it's like it's it's like people saying oh but they do it because they want money. Yes,
2: their business. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes that's what everyone does for a living filthy nerd sorry <laughs> um, I, just, no, I mean obviously yeah. obviously, there is a lot of greed I'm not, I'm not saying that uh, some things aren't excessively greedy um, PA does a lot of greedy things um, that they really shouldn't but at the same time um, it does feel a bit naive um, the way
1: some people think you know, the, the game should be yeah ID Sync says, a Monday upload. Holy cow. We've been pretty consistent lately, Rosar, with the Monday uploads, Yeah, right?
0: I feel like we have. Did I miss? Hold on. I, I don't think so.
1: We had like three or four in point. a row that were on Monday. So I'm kind of surprised. Yeah,
0: listen, sometimes things happen, okay?
1: Yeah, hopefully during these reworks, he uploads on Monday uh, every time. Well, I'll yell at him. Uh, Zora says, what? this is probably my favorite or my new favorite episode. The atmosphere of the interview was excitement and good interaction every time Divio speaks. To be honest, I didn't expect Divio's voice to be so jolly, (laughs) which I don't know why that's funny to me. Who is he, Uh, Santa? (laughs) He's Santa, dude. I didn't expect Divio's to sound like Santa. Uh, By the way, what do you guys think of them making Kron meals a 10-second cooldown? Yeah, they talked about it being too OP, but of course they should revert back all Oasis meals. Uh this would probably help the life skillers and the price would probably go up because players would like max their health, but it would be expensive since they um have to buy out the marketplace. At level fifty maybe added stats you can level in breath, uh strength, health portion, something you can see leveling too. Um I don't know, He starting with you, do you think uh Cron Meal should be a 10 second cooldown? Don't have any strong opinion about it. <laughs> the
3: the health system, health, uh, what's it called? Breath, yeah, breath, health, strength, breath strength. It's like we these these uh, little mechanics that are in the game since day one and are very outdated. It's like the the alchemy oh. stone uh, mechanics, you know, to make splendid and plus, it's so archaic and it feels like it doesn't really have a place in the game. So, it's it's weird. Yeah. Like, I don't care if they make it 10 seconds like the, obviously they would have to remove uh, the the f- the free crumbs, right?
1: Maybe they could make um. Maybe they can merge breath similar like they're doing with all the flows. Just merge breath into your leveling, and if you're level sixty, uh, if you get level sixty of thirty, if you're level sixty one, you're thirty five. If you're level sixty four, you know, up into like sixty five, you get like level forty or something. I don't know, something like that. It, the breath thing feels super outdated, and the weight and all that.
7: There's
0: there's it's all elements from like when this was more of an RPG.
1: Yeah, when you're like running around, playing around. Yeah,
0: it's all these RP elements essentially, right? That like they do have a small impact on the rest of your game, right? Like obviously breath gives you more stamina to fight in combat, but like not that much. And I don't know, it's just it's so it's so weird that there's all these little things back from when they originally designed the game, in my opinion, to be more RPG-ish, and then they just moved away from that a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um. First Name says, I like how positive and excited Frosty is about the class rework. It's like a breath of fresh air compared to other people who latch on to the negatives. Yeah, it's not It's not that good, though. You're, it gets your opinion invalidated all the time because you're just a simp or a white knight for PA, so...
0: Yeah, well, you're on the payroll. <laughs> it's not as so.
1: cracked up to be as you'd think.
0: Yeah, Frosty gets. A he literally is check on the payroll. Out. Yeah, he's he's, and he for the record, for people who maybe are new here, Frosty was on the payroll way before he was even a partner. Uh, he's pretty much always been on the payroll for as long as I've known him. So,
1: the positive thing about being positive about all this stuff is I sleep better at night than a lot of BDO players. <laughs> I go to bed. Actually, video players not... don't sleep at night. True, <laughs> that's a trick question.
2: Uh, actually, yeah, that's not
0: video true. Video players are grinding.
1: I have a hard time sleeping during the class rework stuff because I'm actually excited, like a kid. It's sad. So, like,
6: how, how much did PA decide to pay you to show your face? You haven't done it on your normal stream.
1: It's Geo says hi, <laughs> <laughs> um, Just... with a little smiley face. <laughs> uh hopefully Sup- not more than they paid me <laughs> yeah <laughs> super sean says divios or sphero could easily be perma members on this podcast also will Nayashi ever learn to properly pronounce kafras
0: right, could you imagine sphero and divios on the same show just like broing it out
7: <laughs>
0: divios and so sphero good. together yeah that'd
1: be kind of funny yeah, Divios does I mean I agree, like before I ever met Divios or heard him talk, I uh I don't know what I was expecting, but he definitely just sounds excited and happy all the time.
0: Yeah, well he does like he's a lot more chill than I thought he would be. I don't know why in my head I had this like idea that he was like this scary like machine essentially. But he's just like a fucking like chill ass dude. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you just get the vibe. He's this brute. He's this brooding, unkillable striker that's coming after you, grabbing you and killing you. So you just assume yeah. he's a dick.
0: He's literally like, you find him in game, you think he's the Terminator, and then it's like, you meet him and it's like, wait, this is the dude that you can just like have a beer with, just hang out, talk about random
1: bullshit. Yeah. Cody Shane says, where do you see BDO in one year, three years, and five years? He'd uh,
3: so, one year is, um, I guess we're going to have. I mean, hopefully, maybe this is like insane copium, but uh, maybe 2022, we are all going to be playing, you know, arenas, ranked arenas. That'd be so cool. And I, I think that having arenas is going to help the balance team uh, balance the game better because you have uh, actual rankings and it's very it's, it's much easier to monitor. And three years. Oh. I mean that's that's wild. Where was BDL three years ago? That's that's the question, right? Like how much has improved, as much has changed. Did we even have remastered three years ago? Um
0: twenty eighteen, that was the year remastered came out, wasn't it?
1: It's the year Mystic changed the game forever. Was it? I mean Mystic came out Awakening came out uh January twenty eighteen. Awakening Mystic.
7: Hmm.
1: It's pretty great for NA. I,
3: I think in three years we're gonna have a few more games from PA release. At least one, I think. At least Crimson Desert is gonna be out, and I think we just have to hope that they don't put Video in maintenance mode. I don't think they will. Like maybe in ten, like in ten, I can see Video just uh, slowly fading out, going into maintenance. Like games should have like MMOs. I think need a, a lifespan. Like Video, the only way for Video to to be improved is. uh change from the from the ground up you know a new um new code new engine so maybe
5: maybe in 10 years we have you know the successor of video from pa
1: um this is a question BDO for, unleashed this is a little side side dash <laughs> question oh, from, no. from the from the chat but um is asking uh thoughts on the sork rework do you think that they are making old classes Way more efficient than the new classes. No, Omega Like if you see what
3: new classes have. Like. If they want to make Sork like new classes,
1: they need to give Sork a grab. (laughs) Yeah, give Sork Corsairs grab. Um the Musassin's. Yeah, (laughs) Moussassin says, Hold yourself back, Mousassin. He says that to himself. Uh just wait for your rework to come through. Edit. Yeah, I was thinking. For the SAFG Q-block classes like Guardian Warrior versus Musa, they'd have to give us a grab or give us a mechanic to parry, break out a grab. But I also like the suggestion uh, given in terms of breaking the Q-block, preventing it from charging back up. Uh, I saw a vid of Musa from BDO Mobile with Awakening having a grab. Don't know if they're going to make uh, take inspiration from that. Guess we'll have to wait. On another note, I'm excited seeing all the reworks being done. Uh, strikers change... Scared me at first, but seeing how good it is gives me hope that they'll do something epic with Musa. My hopes are very high. Hopefully the same excitement I got from Warrior, Ranger, Striker, Rework. PA will put that same zeal to Overtune into Musa. I've updated my G Labs and ready for it. Maybe, hopefully. I'm on that same uh, I'm on that same stuff as you, Assassin. we'll be able to <laughs> see what Hadoom is like on Akuno. Uh fits says the 15 second disable on block completely ruins Warrior. Two to three seconds would be fine because then it allows it to still work uh, positively against class like Guardian or Suck Nova without destroying Warrior Valk completely. Um, the block prevention on Spiral Soak, we'll just use that as an example because that's the one that has 15 second disable. Do you like that, um, Hayden? Or how do you feel about that specific part? Not the, not the block breaking, but the disabling it for 15 seconds from recovering. That's a bit too strong.
3: Like uh, I like the the unique mechanic, but it feels too strong. Maybe it can
1: be tuned down a bit. Yeah, I I hate it on that skill specifically, just because that skill also removes twenty percent of your block, also deals a ton of damage, and it has a lot of range. Like Spiral Soak actually has range. That's the one where the two whales bounce twice. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that it fifteen second disable on that skill never made sense to me. Uh, Blood Diamond 78 says I really hope they focus on useless pre-awakening skills and rebombs too. Do you feel like they've done this? Not really.
3: sort <laughs> the sorry. they mostly changed the awakening stuff. They did the... Uh, I mean, they removed the skills that we used in pre-awakening and they left uh, stuff like uh, Sinister Omen or uh, Bloody Contract that are very underwhelming. So yeah. I think they kinda missed miss the uh, the target on on that one on Sork.
1: Dude, I'm sad. Uh, didn't get changed. Yeah, it was, I was I thought it was so obvious that a skill that
3: has been actually um, useless slash bugged since day one did not get at, at least removed. <laughs> Just remove <laughs> it. Like why 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 is it even there? It's if they keep it like that and in the rework, like it makes you wonder why.
1: Yeah. Does Sork require overall less skill points now? I assume it does, right? Um, Since it's fewer skills. I would
3: assume so. I I don't know. I I haven't paid too much attention to it.
1: That might be a kind of nice side effect of the new class. Some of the... or the reworks. Some of the old classes require such an insane amount. Um, I don't know. Like Tamer. Has that
6: been the case for the current reworks?
1: Yeah, I think so, because they're merging a lot of skills into one, so you just don't need to spec into them. But I don't know if they've changed the skill point cost. I haven't actually looked.
6: That would be interesting.
1: Um... Bloodwolf says give no grab classes the ability that if you hit any 360 block class on their block you add a percent weight to them starting from the 100% as when you start getting heavy with inventory the more they absorb into their shield the heavier they become this must be a cap though because in siege it will stack very high so no stacking so basically slow debuff people if you're hitting their block while they're blocking
3: they're already standing still what do they need to be (laughs) slow for?
1: I don't get it. I think it means for a time after, after they let go of their block, but that would be kind of... I don't know. Right. I, I don't think slowing... Like, slows are not fun. Just remove slows. Slows are rough. Uh, Rob Dax says, PA needs a buff gathering so life skillers can get more stones and sell it to us grinders. That's true. You said you like life skilling a little bit. You barter. What else do you do, Heaton? Um... I mean, just, yes, guess they is
3: imperial, even consider life skilling, just buying from the, no, that's, <laughs> from the that's marketplace. That's a daily,
1: that's just a daily, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, mostly just Sparta, really. Okay, at that point, yeah. Uh, Juan Dimashki says about the Musa versus Warrior saying that Warrior didn't feel any pressure against Musa is wrong. If you look at the Musa from the Musa perspective, yeah, Musa can't do anything against Warrior and block. But if you see from Warrior perspective, Warrior is also pressured by the Stub Arrow. Contrary to popular belief, Warrior movement is full of gaps. So going to chase Musa usually result in a stiffen. Usually if I see a Musa in RBF or war, I just leave them be and go somewhere else unless I got number numbers with me. Anyone have any strong opinions on this take? It's an interesting perspective I've not heard before. I mean, Warrior does have openings in, in their movement, for they sure. Um,
0: yeah. I, I, if the idea is that Warrior literally feels no pressure whatsoever from Lusa, for sure that's not true. Yeah. But I think it's the disparity that a lot of bladers have a problem with. It's the disparity of the pressure essentially mooses and mewas unless there's like a huge gear skill disparity they have like one or two like key like things they can do right go for the dragon bite they can go for the stub arrow that's basically it for the most part I guess mewah in succession especially can also uh red moon but that's a bit dangerous because you might get grabbed out of it so uh, it's just the disparity of pressure I think they have a problem with
1: yeah i would uh i don't know that warriors are not chasing muses unless they have people with them i feel like juan dimashki you have to be the only warrior that feels that way on earth um alasu says another game mode that they can add is one similar to battlefield's rush game mode uh in bdo's case they have three nodes that you have to take um but one by one when you take one node the defending team has to pull back to the second node and so forth is that okay that's how rush works yeah yeah, yeah. that would be kind of interesting Um, I don't know that that splits people up. So Heaton, one of the things that we've been talking about kind of a lot, uh, one of the things that I've been saying that I really wish they would add to node war and siege is something that makes your guild feel like it needs to split up instead of being ball versus ball, like some sort of objectives that, Hey, let's send 10 people over there and we might get rewarded for it. But if we overcommit to it, we might lose in this other area, like something like that. Um, I don't know do you think that that would make node war more interesting or do you think there are already enough objectives i don't know are you trying it's
3: to do that with the the new node war rework like the the territory thing like
1: yeah with the defending the different bases maybe i have no idea uh since we're probably i don't know where that rework is <laughs> i just want my new lucas yeah yeah i guess they kind of are I just don't know how, I don't know how effective it would, it would be, um, or exactly the rules. I kind of, I'm like, it's been a year, right? Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long, long time. Yeah. I don't know. I want, I want a Baron in Node War or Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Small Dick Stole Your Girl says slows should be totally removed from this game. They have no place in this game. They just make this game's PvP feel worse for everyone. When I get slowed, it's like this amazing action MMORPG turned into a tab target MMO. True. Yeah. Slows definitely frustrate most people. I I don't mind slows being in the game. I just think uh, the absolute most you should be allowed to be slowed is like maybe 15%. I don't know. 30 and 50 is such an insane amount of slow. Jim uh, Jimim's Jam says Musa players, quote, "Hey, Musa is like really weak right now and is losing its identity as a mobile class. Can we maybe get a grab?" end quote. <laughs> every every other class. Quote, how is
6: was wait. The problem is mobility, but yet you want to
1: grab. Well, that's what that's what he's saying. Here's Musa say that their problem is they're not. Uh, their mobility was their identity. They don't have that anymore. So can they get a grab? And then he says every other player's quote, "You can't buff Musa with a grab. It would be too OP and can dash away if it fl- if it failed." End quote. PA quote, ha ha ha. Striker flash steps go burr. End quote.
6: But yeah, then they, they nerfed
1: it. Yeah, then they then they changed that. Dude, they also I mean, changed.
6: There's still a lot of. A lot of classes that have really good mobility and if you get slowed as a blader you'll definitely get caught but yeah
1: they, they also changed double flash no longer gives them the evasion buff either they have to. They went back to having a kick to get their evasion buff it's kind of interesting
6: that is interesting
1: um, suey says I heard bear talking about having sex with his tinder date in your stream frosty I threw up in my mouth a little my bear boy will never be the same again while on the subject, <laughs> will you ever consider the one of your stream friends to replace Nayashi?
7: <laughs> wow. So he insults both of us in <laughs> one go. Just,
1: I don't know why. That's so funny. Uh I'll consider it. Sure. I have it I have it written down. Get one of my stream friends to replace Nayashi. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the one that goes on Tinder dates. Uh Mr. Spectacular. <laughs> Mr. Spectacular37 says, Good job on this, fellas. Like Divios energy. Good vibes all the way. Uh, LaRue's Kenneth says, Saw in a lot of the comments in the previous videos that makes uh, hating Reslar a fad. Just here to say, I'm in on the fad too. JK, love you, Reslar. Can't enjoy this podcast in any way without you. Aw. Thanks. Nayashi needs a comment like that next week, please, guys. Uh, Something Void says, <laughs> so far it's like, Nayashi, can he learn how to pronounce stuff? It's like, are you going to replace Nayashi? Would you ever considering adding more people? Mm-hmm. Poor Nayashi did. We need Nayashi's legit node war take. Actually, you do have some new, hold on. Uh, Something Void says, how about as a solution for 360 block classes, they just slow down, slow those classes down? Yeah, let's slow down guardian even more <laughs> i don't that doesn't really like work like nova and guardian are slow already really out. slow and in, in well succession nova and guardian's already slow i don't i don't know that that's like a legit solution for anything though um we're
7: uh can we hold on, can we pause for a second were people were people hating on
0: me last episode
1: i don't remember that
0: i don't remember either honestly let me have I guess look. I guess they were. I honestly don't remember
7: that, but maybe I'm misremembering.
1: I'm gonna recheck, dude. Um
7: Yeah, I don't think so. Usually it's just your stream chat that hates on me. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, literally <laughs>
1: I don't think anyone even mentioned you. Maybe that in and of itself is hatred. I don't I don't know no no one said anything um all right that's all the comments though from this week actually wasn't that many let's get the angry sorks and archers in there um we want to know what's up so next week's going to be interesting because uh Nash I don't know if I told you but I'm going to be out of town uh starting on Thursday and I'm not going to be back until the following Saturday.
0: You have not told us this.
6: Uh, I kind of sort of heard about it, but I so, didn't know the details.
1: So, uh, Where yes, are you I going? Have, I am going on a trip with my family, uh, just kind of around West Coast parts of the United States to visit some stuff, uh, Yellowstone and other stuff. We're doing a, uh, like an old school family trip that we haven't done since like I was a kid. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's Dope. gonna be just fighting, I think mostly.
6: <laughs> that's that's actually about right.
1: Like a hundred percent fighting, but it it should be. Really it wouldn't fighting. be a family
6: trip if there wasn't some amount of fighting.
1: Yeah, so it it should be pretty fun. But also a a much needed break for my hands, because <laughs> like I don't know now just like it it's transferred from my whole my pinky hurts to just my entire hands hurt all the time now. So I think having a few days of not. Touching a computer will be kind of nice. But yeah, so I'm going to miss one week of the reworks. Just this following week. um, I'll send you guys my opinions on stuff. uh, Just so you kind of have it. uh, If you want it as a reference or whatever. But Watch, it's going to be
6: the the Musa Mewa week too.
1: I'm hoping...
0: I I hope it's the
6: Kuno week. No, no. no, no.
1: I hope hope it's not Kuno and I hope it's not Musa Mewa. And I hope it's not Zerker, to be honest. I hope it's none of the classes we play on the show. Because that would be... That would be sad. So what to does miss that,
0: that what does that leave it to? What does that leave so, it to? That leaves it to It could be
1: strike or it could be Mystic, uh mystic, Tamer, okay. Wizwitch. Valkyrie. Valkyrie, Wizwitch. There's there's a few still in there that that could fit. But yeah, I I do Lawn. There's a few in there. Just hope it's not Kuno Striker or or sorry, Kuno uh, Mewa, Musa, or I'm mixing Musa DK. in there too because I just think it'd be fun to talk about Musa. Yeah, DK could also. Oh,
6: the, the talking about Musa. Yeah, you you have a lot of.
7: Um, All right, Individuals I have, I'd be. Definitely I have next week. It's that. gonna be DK Ninja.
1: That would work. Yeah, I think if they do the same thing they did this last week, where they put up the global Labs notice a little bit ahead of time, um, and tell us what the class is gonna be, that would be. Cool.
0: God, I hope they do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hope they do that too. Um,
0: but yeah, we'll make it happen. Ain't worried about it. But uh, Heaton, man, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thank thanks
3: you Heedon. for having me again. Yeah, It was emotional. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's
1: an emotional. And like reunion. Frosty
0: said, uh, we'd like to try and get people back on, like after it's all said and done, uh, to kind of see, you know get re, re 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 reapply their thoughts, you know, to the to the listeners out there once it's out.
3: So hopefully yeah. we can
0: make yeah. that happen.
3: Yeah, looking forward to it.
0: Oh yeah, brother. Well uh do you wanna tell people where they can uh where they can find you if they're listening?
3: Sure. Um uh, Twitch and YouTube hidden and that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. much it. I have uh that's all work. it needs. On YouTube I have a lot of uh, non Sorg content as well. Lots of interviews that
1: yeah, your interviews interesting. are good. I like the yeah. interviews
3: are always good.
0: And when do you uh when do you normally stream? Do you have like a schedule?
3: Yes. It's mostly EU times, so maybe not super friendly for all day all day in you have quite people.
0: a few EU listeners.
3: Okay, well it's uh from two to seven PM on uh, Monday, uh, Wednesday and Saturday.
1: Okay. yeah i usually see you right when i wake up you're usually streaming hop in to see what he's up to and you're 3v3ing on the road north of high (laughs) that's the meta that's the meta yeah
3: damn
1: all right well anything else
0: before we uh close out the show anybody
1: no that's it yeah i think that's it
0: Alright, well make sure to go check out uh, Nusar and Heaton. Uh, all the links will be in the description to their uh, Twitches and YouTubes. Go uh, support them. Show them some love. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Shout out to the Patrons and the Twitch subscribers of all our individual channels, which you can also find in the description. And yeah, we'll catch y'all next week for another episode of the Reslar and Nyashi show. Oh
2: boy. <laughs> <laughs>